I really hope that uh, new guy Rick, who's teaching us, likes Rick and Morty. New guy Rick. New guy can, Rick. Can you call him new guy Rick? Tiny Rick. Probably. New guy Rick. Oh, jeez, Rick. I don't know. Dude, Thomas Rogers can do the, the best Morty. Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh! Holy shit, what episode is it? 53. One podcast episode 53, Go! Y'all ready for this? Uh, I don't, I don't, it's not, I don't actually take it personally. It's not. Anyone could say it. Anyone? Anyone what? Bueller? Could say it? Bueller? Say the pod, you just say the podcast yeah. started. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't you. think I've ever done that. So We're all together. That felt good. Look, Alex is happy. I'm happy. Mason's. Mason's neutral. Mason's. I'm my normal state. I'm totally fine. Neutral state. She said neutron. Just some fucking asshole took my thing and now I can't do it. So like it's gone. Just here, I'm here, you gone. Don't have it back. I don't want it back. I wanna I wanna I wanna just like sit here and see it. There, I took it back. I did it backwards. It's that yours. was you rewinding? Yeah. Rewinding sounds more like it doesn't sound like Alright, excuse me, Mr. Rewinding expert. Uh, I rewinded a lot of VHS in my day. Mm. With a pencil. Mm. And then he just makes the sound effect. That's not a rewind sound. No, rewind it's gotta be like that's closer. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm critical about rewinding noises. All right. Well, if, if you're, uh, you're at least you care about something. Oh, no. you gotta carry, gotta carry the podcast carry now. Hi, Mason. Hi, Alex. Hey, Dylan. Hey, Alex. Fuck Dan. Aw. Yeah, that motherfucker. So Making plans. We're still not back yet. We're really- back. We're in my room again, though. That's a plus. We're not in the kitchen. Where's my water? I'm a fan. I don't know where your water Where's my is. Water? That's not don't. His water is on the dresser that's behind him. That's how you do good radio. This is how we lose listeners. This is how we lose... <laughs> oh. All four that we gained. Yeah. Damn it. Wait, did we get four? How did we get four? We got... Uh, well, I was on the Geeks Under the Influence podcast uh, two weeks ago. Um, we which, have thousands of listeners. Don't worry about which it. Which is a nice... Uh, it's another... It's a local podcast. Um, Cheap th- podcast? Cheap trick? Yep. I don't know what you're saying. Cheap. Like the one that you do... Um, yeah. Cheap Trick? I, know oh, I was thinking cheap. of the, the band from the UK, Cheap Trick, from like... Also a band. All right, this is great. So the podcast is really cool. Um, they're really nice guys. And they do uh, a um, theme every week. They do like, okay, we're going to talk about Stranger Things. We're going to talk about Star Wars. We're going to talk about whatever. And the one that I was on, we were just talking about podcasting itself and what goes into podcasting. Was, All it, right. was it fun? High energy. Every time. No, there's no, no, no. Of energy. I'm every waiting, every I'm time. Every 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 Every time. Dylan mentions Stranger Things, I have to restrain myself from asking him or confronting <laughs> we, him we about talk, his taste. Like, no, I want no, Dan no. on. I want Dan yeah. on. We do it. Oh, what? He wants three against one instead well, of two against one. Dan hasn't. Did Dan finish it? nothing to do with it. No, it's nothing to do with that. I think Dan's probably the most passionate about it of any of us. Yeah. Because he's. I loved it, but I mean, like, I'm not. Um, I've made I've made my peace with arguing with Dylan about things I like. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I got nothing to prove at this point. So you talk about podcasting. Mm-hmm. What did uh, you talk about with regards to podcasting? Well, it was funny because Mike, uh, Mike Bickett, who's your the, Mike? No, not like your Mike, like your M I C Mike. No, Mike, Michael. This is a, this is a pun. A pun is when like one word sounds like another word. It's, Wait, you were talking just to a microphone? Yeah. Okay, not just into. Okay, so Mike. Uh, he was, uh, he's a host and he kind of had like this 
rap sheet is like, all right, here's what we're going to talk about. It's like, all right, I want to tell you about me. Like, what's the most difficult thing about being on a podcast? You know, what's... <laughs> Doing one with Mason. <laughs> yep. No, um... <coughs> Use the cough button. I can mute you. Don't worry about it. I'm just kidding. Um... <coughs> mm. Nice. But... Oh, Flemmy. We were, um... But, he, you know, he's asking us all other questions about, like, things that we've had to deal with, you know, mm-hmm. running our own podcast. And those questions, he said, lasted about the first 10 minutes because we basically just ran through them because we were just, like, so efficient and, like, knowing things about our own podcast. And then he's like, well, I guess we're just going to talk about whatever now and then. But, I mean, it was fine. We were just talking about a bunch of different things. Sweet. It's cool. It's That's really, awesome. really meta. Yeah. I dig it. Um, and the guys, uh, Steven and Mike, are really good hosts. And it was me. Eric Schmiel and uh, Nick Nundahl, who they've both been, both were at Global Game Jam. Sweet, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Fun. Yeah. Um, so you guys have a game jam this weekend. Yes. You excited? Yes. Yeah. Ludum Dare thirty five. Oh shit! So uh, what does Ludum Dare mean? Is that so just an arbitrary in name? In ancient Athens, there was a god named Ludosorius. Ludus, Ludus Wait, I can't, ever I can't tell if you're fucking with me Ludus or not. Numerous, they had to run by the city, and the city was called Dare. So they had to make a new game by the by the end of the weekend. But it was like an Olympic style game. I hate you Greece. guys. <laughs> and and there was like, they had the run, swim, and then shoot, because that's what makes the modern soldier. What? You the, lost, now you lost me too. The pentathlon. He actually brought me closer into into believability because those Ludus are things. Dare. This. Ludo goes. I can't think of Greek names. Ludazeus. <laughs> That's a Pokemon. Yeah, maybe Ludacratos of no, War. No, I don't know what his name. It, it's it's not Ludum Dare, which is what I thought it was. Ludum Dare is Latin for like to play the game or something. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, is that a Richmond specific name or no? Did he, no, it's okay. a worldwide. Thing. It's a yeah, it's a global thing. Mike Chris Patrick Zaza. Um, that's it. Nailed it. He uh he's been running it for like a decade. Yeah, they're, they're about to revamp a lot of stuff with it. Yeah. He's cool. He's taking this one off, so he's like head guy, head ludum guy. Um, but he's taking it off, and like the community's running he's it. The Greek god I was telling you about. Yeah, mm, gotcha. Yeah, Mike, the god of games. Dylan's not happy with any of the themes. Yeah, um, I've warmed up to him. Good, good. Uh, I still don't like inconvenient superpowers. I think that's it's too, that is actually my favorite one. It's too tight. It's like it's like it's like a sphincter. I think I think I'm a fan of. I, I think I like being the more closed in. A brief is, or the more closing a prompt is, the more fun you can have with it, I think. Yeah. So I feel like you can go totally off the reservation with something so long as you justify right. why you're off the reservation. Right. I know. It, that one's just going to take a lot of thinking. And like. You want un, 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 uh, unbridled create, creative brain. I just brains. want to flow. I want free. to flow from my brain. So you'll, at least I do this, I come up with better ideas if I give myself a time limit. Like if I'm just thinking forever, I. I actually won't come up with jack shit. Well, it's going to be much more difficult because, I mean, I don't know if you and I want to brainstorm together because Mason and I are going to do solo separately. Yeah. I won't be there Friday night, though. Uh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to dance potluck uh, for XD. What's the... Uh, I mean, I might come by if it's later on. If it's not what I'm doing. That'll be open until it, 2. It opens at 9, right? The whole the show. at 7. And then, then the, the theme. show up at 9. Yeah. So I might, I might come by and... But, but uh, I'm gonna come up with my concept when I get home and I'm in the shower. Like I've come up with every other idea I've ever had. I, I'm I'm verbal about it. Like I yeah. need to verbally brainstorm with people. Like I can I can brainstorm to bounce ideas off somewhere else. Uh yeah. Like I think we work well doing that, mm-hmm. Mason and I. But also, um, 
I like con- I mean I just like I like concepting period. Mm-hmm. And I can I can concept on paper like I can do a mind map or whatever but um I find it more difficult with game mechanics than other stuff. Like a lot of stuff that I do I can kind of just like think about it for a while but with something so constrained with like a time limit and stuff it's and there's so many things that I want to do and want to get better at. Like I think I've tr- remade like the same 2d action platformer mm-hmm. like three times now but yeah. i've never gotten anywhere with it just because of school getting in the way yeah. and so i'll probably just do something like that because i just want something solid and done uh within the week or within the weekend as opposed to something you're trying to teach yourself as you make it well it's not even the teaching myself but i don't want to do something like super abstract or super yeah unique in terms scope of scope is the word like, there like i'm really i'm really jealous of like will because will's like yeah this is just spy hunter but this Not is just wrong, i think i yeah. i honestly think that's like the way to go especially for these where you can spend time making it feel really good yeah i think that more so than anything if you can make a thing that feels polished and real it just it has so many more legs than- I i'd rather do something like that than have like this very innovative idea yeah. but, like not flesh it out well, I mean, I mean, you know, and also innovation doesn't mean big scope too. Like, I mean, you can you can make us you can make a very cool creative concept that's very small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think when I say innovative, like look at something like Peak. Like we were limited partially because we, you know, our skills weren't as developed back then, but also because. <laughs> but arguably, it's probably one of the more finished products we finished for a game jam. Right, but I'm saying that like there's a lot of stuff that's unique in there mm-hmm. that I had to learn. Whereas if I'm just doing something that like has very uh mechanics true mechanics yeah that's different but i think i think mm. that's that's interesting i just want to i mean my my main goal is that like i want people to demo it and like play it like mm-hmm. that's the thing that i want were you the one who made the game dylan um where you, you grew a tree or something yeah um and i didn't get, i never finished that that's one. cool though you were was it just tapping two keys together to yeah, speed so it up the themes were that when there were two tied ones it was like two button game and growth were the theme. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to do like a button match. A two-button game where you make it grow. Yeah. And that that's was good. it. See? What? There's that, a good yeah. Fun. Yeah. I, I think that's cool. It's really simple. I dig it. But like, I just got frustrated because school got in the way and didn't get time to finish it, polish right. it, do anything with it. ain't got no school, bud. Now there's no sky's the limit. Yup. Overscope it. the shit out of it. Fuck that. It's all you end up presenting is like sketches and a name. <laughs> <laughs> not even name it just says untitled untitled design doc and it's Four. just like <laughs> final i'm cool. excited i'm gonna see what you guys come up i want to use um i did a bunch of game maker tutorials this week and got around that shit and then i don't know i might just do unit i don't know well stick with the one that you're more comfortable with no i know but i also like i'm i'm gonna so the way I make Unreal things is four. not is not, you know, I just break things over and over until Alex can attest to that. I just sit there and break it and break it, and then eventually, when you dance on the connect, it kind of reacts to you. <laughs> hotline bling plays, and, and Alex gets to dance in front of the entire class. That was pretty fun. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that's how you concept though. No, I I, uh, I think I I have to do it alone for a little bit, and then I meet up after I have. But I, I can't go to like like if if we got briefed on our project. I wouldn't be able to sit down immediately and be like, what are you thinking? Because I got to go and be like, all right, what do I not want to do with this? Because <laughs> usually I, I try to figure out actually what's going to make me hate the project first. And I try to get away from that. Mm-hmm. And like, because then I think if you can go into it and you're really excited about the idea, it's a lot, you know what I mean? Like when we did that with, oh, I can't say what we did that with. 
Um, Some stuff at work where we where we worked over the summer. Uh, but I think that the things that I had the most fun with are the ones where I'm like, like even if this gets killed in the vine or whatever happens, like I still am like stoked that it came up that yeah. way. Um, because I'm I'm very selfish about that. Like I I want it, I want to I want it to be something that's I feel cool about working about. Yeah, and it's so much easier to work on something if you're stoked. And so much easier to sell it. Like, oh, I mean, you absolutely. Believe it, like even if it's like the most like heartless advertising bullshit, like it's still like well this. This isn't in the world yet. Like, no one's seen something like this before. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the stuff at, at Brand Center that, that I've made that resonates the most is stuff like that. Oh, that yeah. Like, makes sense. I think the stuff that you've made that, you know, stuff resonates. That, like, makes sense, and you can tell the person who's excited about it. Yeah. Which is what I kind of want to have happen this weekend. Yeah. If, assuming I can fucking open up a game, to, the engine, and do anything. And then Laptop just catches on fire. It might. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, uh... I probably won't be able to put as much time as I wanted to in it just because of the Friday thing. And then, well, I'm not super busy this weekend, actually. We got the rowing thing on Saturday, and that's basically it for you, right? What's on Saturday rowing? I'm going to row you Saturday morning. Is, oh, is that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going coaching Saturday morning. And then, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have something else going on this weekend. Well, cancel it. Because you got a date. Let's do a Mason Calendar podcast. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Right now, he's pulling his uh, calendar out. Um, so I wasn't here last week when you guys had a podcast. No, where were you, Dylan? I was in the swamps of Missouri, the deep marshy swamps. Yeah, darn tootin' stereotype, stereotype yeah. inaccuracy, wrong. Anyway, no, Dan was right. It's mostly corn and cows. It's all beef country out there. Beef country. Uh, got big beef. I mean, so beef many, country. so many things. Uh, I'm all about beef. You should make a game called Beef Country. No beef matter country. what. what the theme is just do beef country. It's like a Tyson branded co-marketing Tyson deal. Used to have a factory in Virginia, I think, over by I, Harrisonburg. I think my, uh, I think Wendy's dad used to work there. Really? Huh. I think he, it's Tyson. He worked put a lot of steroids and chickens there. Yeah, he they, they do a lot of bad stuff to chickens. That or it's like NFL I training to quarters an, or something. I was listening to an awesome podcast about HGH today, and I was really into it. What is HGH? Human growth hormone. Oh, and now how you can tell sports, on sports, HGH ooh. if they're their bottom jaw teeth they started getting fucked up so they're, they're wearing either brace like bottom braces because uh-huh. their jawline gets bigger when you're on hgh because it's pumping so much testosterone that's yeah. terrifying i hate that shit what teeth moving or uh testosterone pumping Just or drugs unnatural chemicals entering your body that shouldn't be there yeah outside of for medical like healing purposes some pretty pretty scary stuff yeah i don't i'm not a fan that's why a bunch of world records haven't been broken in the Olympics because everyone was doping in the seventies. I mean, fine, whatever. It's just, just, it's still, it's fucked up. Oh it's, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone disagrees. I don't think you're like taking a, a bold stance, Dylan. No, I know, <laughs> but I'm specifically talking from like the body manipulation thing. Yeah, like I remember that my, like gives you the heebie-jeebies. My friends talking about uh, in high school, they were like, yeah, they're like experimenting with like splicing animal DNA with humans, like cheetah DNA into humans. Like, no, fuck that. Creature factory fuck shit. Fuck that on every yeah. level. Your friends are... Yeah, right. you, have some, you have some like mad scientist friends, I don't think dude. anyone's doing that. Cheetah DNA. Um, in semi-related news... But I also, I would I would never fuck with... Um, I don't like doing like... I don't... I mean, and, and that's not to say that it's wrong, but I don't like drinking protein. Yeah. I don't like... I like, I want my shit... Oop, hey, up, easy. My shit coming from my food. Like, whey? I mean, yeah. Also, I just don't. I'm just not good at. I don't like the way it tastes. Mm. Or um, also creatine. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. My biggest problem with stuff like that, and and I do. I found a, a whey protein that I really like that tastes good. Um, but stuff like creatine, once you stop using it, it you lose all the effort you put in. Yeah, and that well, just that feels like your body. It, it, it 
changes the natural flow process. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Which is like protein doesn't do that. It's yeah. just you need protein. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. So, so Missouri. Oh, yeah. like, were you saying oh, something? Yeah. Other body news. La oh. creatine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. This, <laughs> sorry. So, no, we'll come back to it. This dude, and I, I totally blank on his name right now. He did a TED Talk. He has these crazy bionic legs because he lost his legs in in, ac- in some kind of accident. And now, sorry, yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, come on, guys. Lieutenant there it Dan, is. <laughs> they made it out. Well, they made the spaceship so, when he was a kid in Nam. He uh, then decided to become an engineer and made these things, and they're fully uh, brain controlled. It's it's like something some I've, Deus Ex it's shit. some Deus Ex shit. And I've decided that when I'm in, like seventy and my limbs are failing and weak, I want robot. So that that is the one argument where like HGH could be used uh, to really help like senior disabilities and stuff, where you could you yeah. could you could you could potentially I don't know if it's HGH, but like you could but use steroids, steroids are given to that kind of thing to like really help uh, arthritis, like you know, a oh, lot yeah. of, like a lot of strength and muscle conditioning things. I don't know. Uh, this is a topic that's way bigger than this podcast. Yeah, so Missouri. If you want to know, Missouri. if you want to go one step deeper, I read an article on Vox last night about the assisted suicide in california oh because that's legal now you seen dr dr ja- jack dr jack of working brompton yeah, cocktail did a bunch of stuff on that in undergrad Ooh. oh really mm-hmm. yeah do you yeah. know who that is uh my uh co-worker actually brought his name up i believe yeah, he's the father of euthanasia yeah but like the new law in california is that you're allowed to you know kill yourself if you're suffering from a debilitating disease or if you're terminal illness and it's this article, this uh, author was invited to basically a going away party for this woman who was suffering like Huntington's disease or something. Oof. And she drank this cocktail that was basically like morphine and something mm-hmm. else and like a jello shot. It puts you in a coma in five minutes and then in 48 hours you're dead. She like, did it around them? Well, no, it's like Your we're going to have a party and then we're going to go life. to like this, you know, outdoors place. Almost looks like a wedding kind of like where we're going to sit and then... We're going to, you know, prepare myself and things like that, and then everyone leaves. Right. Okay. And, so and it wasn't like it. it wasn't like everyone do a shot. shot. And no, she's no, like, no, mine's no. way worse. No, <laughs> no chaser. All right, who got the bad one? <laughs> oh, it wasn't Judy. <laughs> Fuck. That's not funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was, funny. Re- that was a really bad thing to read yeah. at like 10 o'clock at night right before you go to bed. It's like, well, yeah, I'm right. actually on board with that. No, I'm I'm. I'm completely understanding. It's just like That's super morbid. <laughs> so beyond my comprehension right now mm. as a mid twenty something. There's a lot of um I'm I, I'm not taking a stance on it either way, but there's a lot of uh are you in the proper state of mind to make that decision? Right. That, yeah. you know? And that's where that's where a lot of the ten and that and, and, and to me that's where I, I personally feel like I, I just I I don't I don't I was I, I've been close enough to it before where I just feel uncomfortable with the concept yeah. of it. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And not not because I just don't know if I've trusted the person making that decision yeah. to make that decision in the best interest of everyone else around them. Which is what and I think that's where a lot of attention from it comes from. I think that if you're you know a fully formed human with a well balanced everything else and you're a terminal, then it should be your prerogative. I also don't think the government should be deciding if I should live or die. No, <laughs> like that's, you know. Government definitely shouldn't. And on one, my gut reaction is to say that. But if you're dead, the, the you can't pay taxes. Should be making that decision. But there's also the whole hypocritical thing. That's a lot thing. of power, and that goes yeah. Like, yeah I don't know. So Missouri. So Missouri. <laughs> so Missouri. Why <laughs> euthanasian Missouri? Uh, no, yeah. So this is my first time visiting Wendy's dad, and we've been dating for almost seven years now. And you're like, well, come out to Missouri because Wendy used to do. It was really bad when we first started dating because, like, she would leave for, like, three months. Like, entire summer, she's gone. 
Um, and then she slowly started like shortening it simply because like she has a job, you know, she can't be out there that long. Um, can't be away from her man. Yep. That's it. But, uh, yeah, I met her dad and, and her stepmom and they're both really cool. But, uh, and this is only my second time, like flying, traveling on a plane. Really? Yeah. Um, the first time I went to San Antonio when I was in community college. So uh, that's actually really interesting to me. What, What was that like for you? Um, I love it because um, I always tell myself I'm going to do something on the plane. Like, I'm going to work on something or read a book. Or, and then I just stare at the clouds yeah. for yeah. the entire time yeah. because I just love clouds. And having that unique perspective of it, especially like you being able to comprehend like, oh, they're not like some just like no one's painting the sky. There's like yeah. they have an altitude mm-hmm. and you can go above it. And then you're looking down at the clouds and then you fly through a cloud and this plane shakes and it's really scary. Uh, but yeah, I just love that. Um, nice dude. Wendy hates flying. Like Wendy's terrified. Of, Tim won't fly. Really? Tim won't do it. Just straight up won't. Won't do it. I see. I'm I could, gonna convince him to. Eventually. I couldn't live my life like that. Like I can't be like my I, old boss didn't yeah. want to fly when we would go to mm. pitches and like he would take a fuck ton of like anxiety medicine. Oh really? Yeah. It's just. I mean, he yeah. prescribed it. Right. Like, no, you have, no, you have I, a greater yeah. chance of being attacked by a shark in the middle of, wood, of the woods than you. I love, I love airports. Yeah. I love airplanes. I'm all, I, mean, I just hate traveling. Planes have the the you know the lowest crash rate of any vehicle, but obviously the highest fatality rate if it does crash. Um. So, but it's like hot plane facts. I don't know. I'm not. The this is the the, uh, the aviation travel podcast. We need Tom Rogers, dude. He's <laughs> obsessed with airplanes. Well, he wants to be a pilot. That's mm-hmm. cool. <coughs> his wings i have a buddy who's looking into becoming a pilot apparently um i think it's united or american now has this accelerated pilot program because typically you you join the air force then you become a pilot and they're running out of pilots so they have this four-year grad school-like program where you train and then you become a commercial airline pilot. that's fine if you get in the requisite number of hours because there's yeah. so much oh that's why it's a four-year full-time easiness of like people trying to or airlines flying under the radar and like yep. oh i only have several hundred registered flight hours as opposed to a thousand that you're supposed to have yeah, but things com- like that commercial airlines are so automated at this point too doesn't matter that's still like you know one key safety thing yeah. no i you're you're right but i'm telling you every time i've ever gotten on an airplane i'm like hey, he's got it i've never like <laughs> once questioned it i just get on i'm like i hope we get to watch cool movie can't wait for my half cup of ginger ale <laughs> <laughs> and my really small pretzels. I have a serious problem with the portion sizes of food on airplanes. I don't care. I hate it. And there's so much. There's so much majesty outside the window. I couldn't give a shit <laughs> if they didn't feed me yeah. for a five-hour flight. Yeah, you got to re-romanticize your flight experience. Dude, uh, next time I take a flight, I would be so excited now because of how excited you are for for clouds. Um, anyway, on top of that, I, I hate people on airplanes. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, I can't do it. I've never had a super bad experience. We had a there yeah. was a, when I flew to San Antonio. There was a kid that was crying. I'm, you will. I'm too big for airplanes at this point. Oh. So airplanes. I get two seats. Fatty was. I do. I need the double buckle. <laughs> Kevin Smith. The um. No, it sucks when your knees are just pressed against a thing for three hours, and uh-huh. then someone's like, oh, "I need to recline," and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I can't. I physically can't go back anymore. So now I'm like sitting spread eagle. Now I'm up against the other guy. I hate it. I hate it. You I hate drape it your so legs over the guy in front of you. Just Some put your feet right next like to his. Jet blue. I've been on, and it's like <laughs> dope. But I don't know anything about like airlines. Like everyone's everyone like has a different opinion on like which airline sucks and which one is great. Oh, because given like, how much I used to travel for, travel for business, yeah, that's when I got I can, kind of more. I can happily tell you which ones to avoid. Which one did you like? I liked Delta. 
See, if JetBlue was okay. Avoid American at all costs. My Delta experience sucked. Yeah. And my and we flew American except for the last stretch, uh, and it was uh, United, and American was flying. Except their planes are tiny as hell. Hmm. Um, probably, probably for just that thing. flight. Did it props. No, it didn't. Have, it wasn't that small. Uh, we had there was one of those Is on the runway next to us. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Especially if you're if you just take a like flight from like Richmond to DC. It's yeah, if you're just jumping states. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I th- uh, the when we were taking when we were going from Chicago to Norfolk on the way back, it was a 747. But everything else was like a small, small air. 747. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, you uh, flew in an oh, right, because you got recanceled. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I'll go through the airplane experience. So the only two stories I have. The first was really short. We our layover was in Charlotte on the way there, and going. We land, and like you know, it's just basically common practice now that a flight's going to be either delayed or canceled or something, right? I just feel like that, like that's that's you're going in knowing that like fifty fifty chance, yeah. Um, so we get in there and the flight's delayed like by half an hour, an hour or something. And when he's like, "I'm going to get some, I'm going to look for food or something," I was like, "All right, I'm going to move seats because there are no outlets here. There's outlets over there." And I move to the outlet scene. This woman what do you need is an outlet for charge my phone, charge my laptop. But you're looking at the majesty of the clouds. No, I'm, this is all, at I'm the in airport. the airport. Oh, airport. Okay. Yeah, I'm but uh, all, most planes and definitely 747s have outlets under the seats. Yeah, that was really? the only plane during my That's entire cool. trip that had an outlet. The, none of the other planes had outlets. Did you like the airports? I like uh, O'Hare. O'Hare's really I like cool. Airports. O'Hare's O'Hare is pretty damn great. But the Charlotte airport is like, eh. Have you been to the Dow? I mean, uh, the Denver airport? No. It's terrifying. Terrifying. Hell. Wait, is that the one? Some of the scary horse and like yeah, the yeah. like vaguely like wartime propaganda but isn't paintings. that like the area God. 51 like underneath and the no, airport yeah, thing people think there's like some crazy like the illuminati is like built in there yeah but i always flew in there when i would go out west why would they pick the denver airport old pot mile high city <laughs> the uh but so i sit so i move seats and this woman's on her phone sitting across from me and she's like yeah i don't know i don't know if the flight's being delayed i don't know if i'm gonna get in on time blah 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 and i'm sitting there i'm listening to her i was like and they just said the flight's delayed 30 minutes and i was like all right i'll let her know when she hangs up she hangs up her phone, and I go, oh, I'm sorry, I, you know, I couldn't help over here. I was like, I just want to let you know that they said the flight's delayed by, like, half an hour or something. And she just, like, looks at me dead in the eyes and goes, my father is dying. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Moral of the story, don't talk to strangers. I was like, just, just, just start backpedaling, like, what's this? At that point, you just, you just go into, like, meta-human mode. You're like, listen, the social, <laughs> the social contract that we entered when I said that did not involve this relationship. I wanted to, I want to undo this action. I'm going to walk away and we're going to pretend it never happened. Or, because that's really good, you should have asked, how's your mom? <laughs> Jesus. She's, <laughs> She's dead too. <laughs> I like that Dylan and I took it a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Give me them digits. So no, tell me I want to I want to hear about Missouri. Oh yeah, yeah. Missouri I'll... proper. Um <coughs> we got games to talk about too. So So yeah, uh went to Missouri. Um her dad's like a really big cook. So he cooked he took the entire week off of work to just cook. He cooked like two full meals a day. Um and he's really big in the grilling, really big in the stuff. He made a thing called a fatty, which is... Uh, I'm familiar with that. Oh. <laughs> different kind of fatty, Mason. All right, sorry. How's your mom? Um, the, uh, it's a callback. <laughs> what? It's a callback. Until like five seconds ago? Yes. All right, so... The, the mom's rolling joints? The pr- Never mind. Fatty is it? Wait, were you, is that not a sex joke? Was that a no, drug it's joke? A, it's a it's the fatty, like a oh, see, fatty. I thought you were referring to a sex thing too. Yeah, I thought like you were talking who about calls penis. A dick a fatty. I don't know. I've I've heard it. 
Who? What? Someone's like, I got this fatty got here this for you. It's not for me, no. Uh, how else would you hear it? Alex and I ride in different circles, I guess. Huh? Isn't that a thing? What, like a joint? Yeah, yeah, sure. it's de- it's yeah. De- That's definitely a thing. Yeah, Anyways. yeah. we can confidently say that that one thing. Right, so, don't. No, yeah. I want to talk right. about why we think no. that a fatty is a dick. No, I don't care about the etymology of fucking fatties, all right? Because everything to you is a dick. <laughs> no, to you guys. Just what I want it to be. So, a fatty is basically a... You take sausage and you flatten it out. Um, it's just like ground up sausage. And then you fill it with some sort of filling. So it could be cheese, other meats, something. And you roll it up. And then. It's called a fatty because it's a joint. That's what it is. I don't care anymore about oh, your. No, he, no, no. Because what he's doing is making a meat joint. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm oh. saying that's the. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm with I don't you. care anymore. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Um, and then you b- make a bacon weave and you wrap that around Love the sausage bacon weave. and then you smoke it. <sighs> you still my beating heart. And yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty uh, good. You get it? You smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate I don't, I don't, I don't partake in recreational marijuana. So I'm, um, the word podcast does not just medicinal marijuana. There's some legal A's in here. Yeah, really bad glaucoma. That's cool though. Yeah. What was your favorite dish you had out there? Um, because that sounds amazing. The first thing we had yeah, was like good. it was almost like a, a a gyro. Yeah, it was like a stuffed a goat meat um thing. Like it wasn't like a gyro where it was open. You basically stuffed uh two tortillas, like flour tortillas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like pressed them together so it was sealed, and then baked that, and it had like goat meat and. It's kind of like a hero empanada. Yeah. Cool. Then, right? oh, I want no, an empanada right now. And then we dipped it, and then he gave, you know, a side of, like, spring herb and... and uh, Is that yo- called yogurt. a roach? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, goat cheese. Uh, not goat cheese, but yogurt. There's no and, goat cheese in it? Or feta cheese in it? No, it was it was all meat and, and Sounds spices. Sounds like the, the Wendy's, all that, that family's meat focused that sentence was really hard to get out without like being still didn't sound great inappropriate well it's, it was better than it could be when uh-huh. family likes meat uh, there is, that's actually probably the better way to say it yeah. there, there's plenty of dairy and stuff to wendy's chagrin you yeah, say i feel like um i don't know nice well so that was your favorite yeah i like that that was the first one um because i was sick i didn't really feel like eating a lot mm. so uh and then also, I don't feel like he seasoned things really. Like he's really big into like rubs and things like that. But like, I don't know. There wasn't like enough flavor, so maybe he just wasn't salting stuff enough. It could, could have just been you being sick and not being able to smell. Right. Um, but like, we I'm had sure a- it was great. No, I yeah. really liked it. I'm just you know I'm not uh, trying to shit on his cooking. Dude, I'm not saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked it. But he's like, he loves food. Like, he loves cooking. He Sounds has, like it. He has a YouTube channel called oh, wow. Rivet Gardener that has like 1,200 subscribers. Word podcast shout out. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, he's shout out us, dude. Yeah. Yeah. We need to sponsor him. And, um, yeah, but like, whenever anything comes up, like, he somehow has to connect it to cooking. So, like, we were talking about this arcade that we wanted to go to. There's this really awesome arcade in Springfield. And he's like, yeah, the food there's okay. It's just industrial, like, Totino's pizza bites or whatever. I was like, cool, but it's like, you know, you don't, I'm not going to the arcade for the food. Yeah, but he's not going to the arcade for the game, so I think he's trying to, like, bridge the gap <laughs> no, and have I, a conversation. I, I guess so. It's just funny. It's like I've never seen someone, like, so excited about just 
preparing food, making food, cooking food, like studying, like let me introduce cultural... you to the circles that Dan and I came from. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's, it's good people. All man. I love food. People, I love food. Well, no, I'm saying this in the industry. It just made me realize, like you know, I enjoy cooking once in a while. Like I mm-hmm. like once every two weeks, I'll get the need to like, oh, you really need to cook. But like, I am cool with just like snacking and like making rice or pasta or like steamed really? veggies for dinner because I'm just. Which is because it takes a lot out of you to cook, and that's the last thing you want to do coming home from work. But also, like, I find cooking like meditative, so I think I I, I actually like seek it out. Yeah, as a you way. also grew up with that. No, I think yeah, I grew up where we cooked every night. We can't go out. You can't go out when you have five brothers. Right. It's just like you break the fucking yeah. bank. Well, I've been um, buying stuff that forces me to cook, and yeah. so that makes it seem you know like it takes less effort over time. I think I'm very obsessive about like. Either like the environment has to be right for me to cook. Mm. So like our current in kitchen, the mood. Yeah, but our current kitchen like there's barely any counter space, so uh, I don't want to prep anything. Oh, uh, we, you about fucking we know about shitty kitchens. kitchens. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, for, for context, we live in an apartment with a tiny, shitty, awful kitchen that made even Mason, who loves to cook, not want to cook. All right, the our oven kitchen. just shut off. It was. Oh, uh, I'm still mad about it. Let, lost, let like, the Jawas take that thing with the sand crawler. Fuck that oven. It just shut off. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, there so were, like, you open it up, and there's just like raw chicken, and it's like, like oh, this is good. Like cold pizza. Yeah, yeah cold raw pizza. chicken and ruined oh, chicken. Oh, it bunch. wasn't like it died and then you could no longer use it. It would just intermittently just shut off while in. cooking it. Yep. So now I have half cooked chicken. Yep. That's shitty. You fucking dude. Still tell landlord? You. Did he give a shit? I ain't, I ain't, yeah. man. We weren't there long enough to make that a thing. Like, what also wasn't really our place, so because you were subletting it. Yeah. I just yelled at the fucking oven though. Yeah. Just it got the message for a while, then it decided to rebel. Banged it with a wrench. Mm. It ruined my like week that week. That's shitty. I'm sorry, dude. I'm yeah. Sorry. So how was uh, the rest of? Um, it was cool. We went to Bass Pro. I love Bass Pro. Nice. <laughs> never been to Bass Pro. I've Apparently, never been to one either. So here's you go to Bass Pro. There's one here. So my so my dad no Wendy's dad uh is really big into telling stories. So he was he was an English major at George Mason, and he also was in the army. He was a paratrooper. That's so wow. he's got like, so you know English he's got major good stories then yeah ma- English major yeah. in the military that's awesome plenty of well to- told stories but like oh, he also man, like, I'm jealous now he also like studies a lot of history like he knows like and he s- likes to cook what a man <laughs> is he single Total package uh but um he like he knows all this history about Springfield and Springfield apparently it Bass Pro was created in Springfield. Like the oh, founders cool. from there or something. Yeah. And then the founder of of Bass Pro, his son wanted to go really liked wine. So he wanted to bring like fine wines into Missouri. So he created a uh wine and liquor store called Brown Derby, which there were like mm-hmm. eighty brown derbies in Springfield. And there's like a really nice one that you go in and it's like a cheese shop because like a multicultural oh, it's like a really nice like boozy yeah. shop. That's yeah. kinda cool. That's yeah. fun. That's but, really fun. But it's like this family is just like entrepreneur, wealthy entrepreneur after wealthy entrepreneur. Old Midwest money, man. It's crazy. It's like the um, there's a family in Atlanta, like there's this, there's this town in Atlanta that this guy was kind of like a, a, a snake oil salesman. He would sell shitty stock, and he sold this town a bunch of Coke stock before Coke was huge. So now there's just these redneck fucking millionaires hanging oh out God. in this town. They just have. And, and they're they're now at this point they're just born rich right because their money's just accumulating because they just they have bankers they're that just are, investing it and so they're just these crazy wealthy just giant rednecks which is kind of probably you know 
I'm not saying they're that. I'm saying that's well, fancy. I mean, it's Bass Pro. So, I mean, you just go in there and... It's I like the finer things. Bass Pro's like really nice though. Like I, I like Bass Pro. It's like a theme park in there. Yeah, it's fun. It's ridiculous. There's shanks. Ta- the, but dude, like these are like full like self-treated ecosystems. Like there mm-hmm. is a water circulation system mm-hmm. that starts outside in this man-made pond and then fluctuates throughout the entire thing to keep the water clean. Mm-hmm. Like there are taxidermy animals everywhere. everywhere. There's a is there a shooting range in it? Yes. Yeah. There is a restaurant wow. named after Ernest Hemingway in there. That's like mm-hmm. an actually nice like restaurant bar that the bar itself. The picture I saw from it looked like it's pretty nice. And the bar itself has a fish tank. Yeah, I think that's so cool. So behind, behind the all the the liquor, it's just fish floating around, and then you get to watch a fish take a shit, and then another fish eat the shit, and I'm like, well, wine. <laughs> I'm done. I- <laughs> Dylan was scarred by his trip to Missouri. I'm not a fan of fish. I really don't like looking at fish. I think fish. Huh. I think most marine biology. But you like True Detective season is two, though. Upsetting uh-huh. to look at. <laughs> uh, really? I like. There's what I don't, about dolphins. I don't. Dolphins are cool. dolphins are fine. Seals? Dolphins are, and mammals. Sharks Sunfish? are majestic. Sunfish are really ugly. Sharks. Sharks are cool. Yeah. But isn't aren't shark, sharks mammals too? Uh, no. No. No, no. 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 They're no, definitely no. fish. They're cold blood. Yep. 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 Um, mo- but regular fish. And just birds. I just don't like looking. Like, they just look like they don't have a soul. What regular fish? Yeah, it's well, just that's like why in Madagascar they can eat the fish and no one gets mad. Diet. <laughs> it's like in Zootopia, like yeah. the fish aren't people. Yeah. No, I get that. Well, yep. I don't know. I mean, maybe fish are closer to insects then. Yeah. But uh, also, there was a gun museum in there, and the gun museum was. Wait, so did Finding Nemo do nothing for you? I like Finding Nemo, but okay. they anthropomorphize. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. All the right, so gun museum. There's a gun museum. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It has, like, firearms from the 1300s in there. Yeah. Like, old flintlocks, muzzle loaders, like, ridiculous shit. And Wendy did not, could give less of a shit about this gun museum. I'm like, this is fascinating. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to read every single plaque, and then I'm still recovering from being sick. Like, I still have a fever, and I'm like, I just want to read this plaque. And she's like, here we go. I was like, no, I need to, like, understand the history and mechanics of these firearms, because I do not want to, sh- you know... I don't like the premise of a firearm, but I like the the mechanical, like the engineering that goes in to this. Yeah, it's controlled explosions, man. Yeah, um, it's fucking sweet. But it's it's, and also- it's a fucking gun. Like guns are crazy. They're like they're also like intrinsic to human society. Like right, regardless of like where you fall in them. Like the history behind them is fascinating. And uh, but it's also it's like an NRA. Of course it is. Exhibit. It's like, yeah. you know, NRA funded, NRA everywhere. I think there was a, a display box that was like all about the NRA. And they gave you it a nine millimeter as you walk out. <laughs> yeah. Here's your souvenir. Come there's back a, soon. There's a separate gallery. So it's like an L-shaped museum. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like this really big walkway on the second floor. And the second gallery is called the Second Amendment Gallery. <laughs> and I'm like, well. Who oh boy. Here we are. Well, I mean, you're in you're in a Bass Pro shop in Missouri. Yeah, that's not surprising. Please sign up for. It's a red state. It's a very red state. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Uh, have you seen Red State, the Kevin Smith movie? No. Interview? Is that the one that what's everyone hates? No, everyone loves that one. That's the one where what's people the, what's the people other saw one? that movie and was like, "Holy shit, Kevin can direct!" Like, it's a horror movie. Oh. It's yeah. the only. It's like one of the few horror movies that I actually really enjoy. What's the uh, premise? It's basically like. Uh, kids fall into like a Waco, Texas scenario at this like crazy Ooh. hyper, Ooh. like hyper, even oh, not hyper, but like super crazy church. Oh, mm-hmm. It's but, so good. You're thinking of Tusk. That's the one everyone hates. Yeah, Tusk is the one that's. But didn't good. he also make Garden State? No, he did not. Make, well, he did he not made, and everyone loves Garden State. Everyone chasing loves Amy. Everyone loves Amy too. Nick Cage, right? 
Uh, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Nick Cage is nowhere near. Raising Kevin Arizona. That's Coen Brothers. Yeah. That's like my favorite and movie. People of all like time. Raising Arizona. That's because it's, it's a fantastic yeah, you're movie. Thinking, Never seen it. You're thinking it's of very Tusk. good. Hmm. Thinking about that unfilmed Superman movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that was I, Tim Burton, though, I thought. I always feel like, yeah, I think it was. I always feel like I'm looking at a Photoshop anytime I see a picture of Na- uh, Nicolas Cage in that Superman costume. Oh, with the plastic abs mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. He's cool. He's got long hair. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Smith's daughter's name Harley Quinn. Just so you know. Well, it's better than Nick Cage's daughter. I mean, some named Kal El. That's kind of. They cool. should be friends. Um, yeah. Hey, it's all better than the guy from Dogma who played. Yeah, uh, he made Dogma. That's got Ben Affleck in it. Yeah. So, so there's a guy in that movie. He's the dude who wears the white suit. He named his kid Pilot Inspector with a K. Pilot Inspector. I shit you not. I don't know. I'm, they, listen, they name whatever you, you can do. Whatever you fucking That's want. Why we shouldn't have children? We're going yeah. to the future. That's why it should be the last generation. Yep. Let's do it. Cut it off now. Uh, we're the headliner. I, I, there's a Bass Pro in Richmond, though. That I, I wait. I, there is. Yeah. Where? I just outside of Richmond. Like going west, going east, going going towards uh, 64 by the. It's it's 20 minutes outside. Of right. Yeah. No, there's one. I could drive right there. Right I just here. don't know where it is specifically. It's fun. That's I shot cool. a bow and arrow there one time. Oh man, I love archery. Really? I've never shot a firearm, but fucking My goddamn a big bow hunter. I love. Dude, archery. I would love to learn how to. It's shoot bow and arrow. really fucking hard. Oh yeah, like I bet. It's, not only do you have to hit the target, you have to hit it in a spot. And we, this is kind of grim, but you have to fucking kill yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck, dude! Like it's Stick moving. The thing. Yeah. yeah. If the and you gotta you fucking to go the, the whole shot. Thing, like, well, I'm gonna kill something. Hey, so I gotta, dear, slow the fuck down. I would be going through this like emotional crisis as I'm like doing the fucking draw, and I'm like, I just, I just can't do it. I'm just gonna lay here and just cover myself in deer piss. That's like, I mean, you shamed your family, son. I, hey, I have nothing against hunting. I just, it's not for me. But also, like, my grandpa's like, uh, I go and get my own meat. You go to the grocery store, so yeah. And he cleans all this stuff. Like he's, I'm all about hunting's great. Like I think it's fine. As long as you eat everything and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do bow hunting, but I like shooting bows. I like target practice with a bow. But it's I like, like I, dude, I wouldn't want to hunt with a gun. I like shooting guns. You know, yeah, there's not, a lot of I'm things that are fun about things that I don't like. Well, yeah. no, that wasn't the point of my, my thesis. No, I know. I know. I'm with, I'm with you on that. I'm not about hunting, but it's totally fun. Yeah. All right. There's a, other history in Missouri, too. So apparently, Missouri, uh, Springfield is the place where the first uh, Western shootout was done. Like, high noon pistols yeah uh it was between this guy it was between wild bill hickok and john tutt and you know and wendy's dad told me the whole story but basically the premise was that wild bill lost the card game to john tutt and he bet his watch and he's like all right i'm gonna give you my watch please don't tell anyone that you got this from me don't go bragging about it but i'll give you the watch and john and tutt next day goes out bragging about it so he's like i'm gonna fucking kill you and they stand out in the in the square in the town square John Tut fires first, misses him. Wild Bill just takes out his arm and then perches the gun on his arm and just shoots him like dead on because yeah. he had a steadier aim. But they put little markers in the in downtown where they stood. And we stood there and it's like a hundred feet. Yeah. Like yeah, it's man. a like paces. It's a big march from one another. Yeah. And the fact that he got him with a mid nineteenth century revolver in the first shot is pretty ridiculous. Wow, it's just a way of life. Just, you practice with that thing. You used it to do stuff. Yeah. He probably wasn't the first guy he killed. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> well, probably wasn't the last. So, what was this arcade you went to? All right. So let's segue into video games. I didn't know. I had I had no idea about this arcade. I can talk about. Oh, I'll talk about Missouri all damn day. 
the Second Amendment gallery. Hey, if you think euthanasia is a complicated subject, let's talk about the Second Amendment. I'm about the right to form a militia. <laughs> yeah, we're the Third Amendment. Why is anyone... Pre- that's the Second Amendment. Right. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking they are, but you also can form a militia. Right. Yeah. That's the Second Amendment, right? Yeah. 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 Third, yeah. Third Amendment is quartering troops. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Fourth Amendment is privacy. It's anyway. not privacy. Privacy is not a constitutional right. It's right. Uh, no, isn't it a right to privacy? No. What is the Fourth Amendment then? Because I know. It's I mean, from- I can look it up. Don't right. keep rapping about this arcade. Yeah. All right. So we go downtown because uh, Albert, Wendy's brother, lives in Missouri, and he wanted to show us downtown. We went to his bar. It was really cool. It had the best trivia I've ever done. Because um, I've only done trivia once, and I wasn't a big fan of it. But this trivia was great because it was all general knowledge. Search and seizure. Ah, uh, that's what it is. So you didn't like burn an entire round on like sports knowledge. Don't is that like, like their one sports table. and trivia. And he like didn't like the, he doesn't well, like the New York Daily. If it's that, one that's why question, you, that's why you invite the friend who knows stuff about yeah, sports. That's the idea, yeah, that you can you have peeps. Yeah, that fill out the part you don't understand. I don't know anyone like sports. Tim, does Tim like sports? Dan, <laughs> Tim, Dan, Tim and Dan. Yeah, yeah. I was Mason. You, yeah. yeah, Mason um, knows sports. I like sports, but uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just not a fan of that. Like I like knowing, like I like being able to be assist in in all the rounds and just like the sports round as like drinking and the music round i'm basically useless in mm. uh, i got you in music yeah yeah and uh it, it was weird because like the scene was like straight out of portlandia it's like the trivia runners were like oh look like fred armistead he's had, put he had a burn like on a, it he had like died <laughs> he had dyed like pink hair and it was like on the side and you know shaved sides and he was cool like everyone there was cool but um on the way there there was this building, and it said 1984. And I was like, what the hell? What is that? And I look at it, and it's an arcade. And I'm like, that's a cool-looking arcade. That sounds great. And I like looked it up. This arcade is... So here's the premise. You go in, you pay a $7.50 cover unlimited plays on all games. Oh, my God. They've soldered buttons onto the cabinets where you just hammer it, and it gives you credits. Huh. And they also have a lot of pinballs, which are in a separate room. I didn't play in the pinball machines, but but those they can't solder, they can't trick the mechanism, so they yeah. just give you quarters. They're just like here, go throw them. Go wild, take them all back anyway. Yeah, that's really cool. But it's fun. So we walk in, and it's like all right, and you know, cash or credit, you can pay for the cover. All of their registers were old Apple Macintoshes that they hollowed out and put like Great. modern PC guts into, and they all had like USB and then like card sliding things mm-hmm. soldered into that's them. Neat. It was really cool. And they had like a little bar in there too. Um, and then like a bunch of paraphernalia that they could sell. But the games there were great. Like obviously they have the standard uh, Galaga, Galaxian, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. Right. Um, but they had like, they had Burger Time. Burger Time's dope. They had Lunar Lander. They had Battlezone. They had Arkanoid. They had Elevator Action. They had... Donkey Kong Jr. They had the Tron game, not Robotron, but the Tron like Light Cycle. movie licensed one, which is really shitty. But that's cool that they had it because that game was huge. That game is so shitty. Yeah, like it's really bad. It's like I like the Light Cycle part. Yeah, the Light Cycle part's cool, but have have you played the cabinet itself? I played the SNES I game. Have, so. so the cabinet, the the controls are there's a joystick. Yeah, but not, a joystick, but, but like a flight joystick. Yeah, it's like a weird. It's got. It's not. It's not like a four direction joystick no. or like an eight direction joystick yeah it's like it, but it looks like like a flight simulator joystick and then it's like the Star Wars arcade game god that game is so good that, yeah I think they With had the, the joystick em- they had yeah. the Empire one like the vector graphics one no I'm thinking of the, the 3D the, the Phantom Menace one you're thinking of the trilogy one I'm thinking of the trilogy one yeah hmm. um, where you fight a, where you do a lightsaber you fight you do the lightsaber yeah uh, 
But the second the control on the Tron... We're the last generation of kids that had arcades and movie theaters, by the way. God, that I think that, we that have breaks to my heart. I played that in Chuck E. Cheese, the Star Wars arcade trilogy. I played that in movie theater. I played it in movie theater. Uh, but the second control to the Tron thing is a knob that you mm-hmm. rotate. And it's Tron's arm just like rotates on a swivel because it's a, like a twin shooter at one point. Huh. You play as Tron? Yeah. That's kind of weird. That's like the game's really bad. It's just like four crappy mini games. One's the light cycle, which is basically two player snake. One's a twin stick shooter that lasts hey, five don't seconds. Don't talk the light cycle game. Yeah, light cycle game's dope. One's yep. I no, I like snake, and I that was the funnest one. I like cycle. The other hey, one, hey, shut your whore mouth. The <laughs> other one was uh, okay, Dylan. I love you. Basically, Bomberman, but with tanks. Nice. I love Bomberman though. And then there was a fourth one. Oh, yeah. the fourth one was shitty because it was just breakout, but you just were shooting a gun. Like you were uh, trying to get into the master mm. core, and it was just descending on you, and you just shot a hole and then walked into it. So it's just Space Invaders. It was really bad. Mm. But no, you didn't have to wipe the field. You just shot a, made a cavity, and then walked yeah, through it. Yeah, it's no good. Like all the mini games lasted all of like five seconds. What was your favorite one there? My favorite uh, arcade game. Yeah. yeah, they had a cocktail uh, Budweiser Tapper. Tapper's fun game. Do you know what tappers um, is? I probably played it. Describe it to so me. So tapper is you. There, there are four like bars, um, and and you're oh, pouring like, beer and you're sliding like them down the dash. bar. Oh no! I okay. I do know what this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's great because I, I've you never played Fable too. Is that pub uh, game? No, mini game. No, but they had the bartending mini game that was a QTE, but I always wanted it just to be tapper just and tapper. Fable. I thought that would have been really cool. That would have been cool. Just like the joysticks. They could have done it. So you, you just run around yeah. and do the thing. The Sorry. um, but so. The joystick. So there's a joystick that moves Tapper up and down um, between the th- uh, between the bars because the, the the customers are walking towards you and you have to pour them a drink and throw it to them. Yeah. And then they walk away and then sometimes they throw the empty glass back and you have to catch it before it breaks. Yeah. yeah. And if it breaks, like you know, you lose a life or whatever. But it's like being a real bartender. Yeah. <laughs> they shoot you. <laughs> it uh, is Missouri. Oh. But uh, the, there's a joystick and then the other control is just a tap. Is just a tap. So you're just flipping this tap and just controlling them up and down. In most arcade games, like I kind of get really stressed out about because you know you have to, you know, it's bright lights and you have to constantly be just concentrating on this uh, game. But Tapper is the best, like just zone out game. And if I were to get a cabinet or a cocktail table, I would get a Tapper table. Nice, because it's perfect just to sit down. Like no really big investment. You're just gonna go at it and just. You ever picked one up? Oh yeah, they're heavy as hell. I would never get an arcade. It's like three hundred pounds. Um, they had a uh, Mappy cabinet. I don't know what Mappy What's is. Mappy? Mappy is the forgettable Namco mascot. So it's a mouse police officer, and the gameplay is basically like Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle, where you run into the house and there are a bunch of cat thieves and like a cat mobster <coughs> boss, like a really fat cat, and you have to walk through these doors. You're basically doing like, uh, not breaking entering, but like. Well, B and E action. Yeah, well, not B and E, but like you know, you're you're you're, you're like what you do in uh, Rainbow Six, where you're just like oh, plotting, where you're busting down the door. Oh, breaches, yeah, Breach, breaching breaches. Yeah. So you're busting down the doors and knocking the cats out, and then you like Mario Brothers, you run into them and you know knocks them off the field. Great. And if they touch you, you lose a life or something. Um, and then there are trampolines in the house for some reason. If you jump you play on the, the X Men arcade game, no, I love that game. That's the they. So here's the thing about that arcade. That arcade was. Gr- it was basically all the great Nintendo and Atari and Namco games. Like all the like, there was no Street Fighter Two. There was no Mortal Kombat. 
cabinet. There was like nothing from like late 80s, early 90s. Like it was all prior to that era. There's no Pong cabinet. Like there's nothing that huh. old. But there was a Lunar Lander cabinet, which that's is cool. Awesome. I can think that. It's a bit of a bummer, but that's cool. And I love Lunar Lander. There's no arcade Tekken though, and like I pretty much grew up on arcade Tekken. Yeah, I grew up on like Time Crisis, dude. I didn't like. I, didn't, I, I always felt like Time Crisis was kind of so. And I really? understand, but see, I like Tekken because like we would. I went to a. I would go to a bar every Sunday with my parents mm-hmm. that my my mom knew that worked there, and they had a Tekken cabinet, and I would just go downstairs and just play over and over, and like if you were if you were competing against someone you had to pay for it because you, you put a quarter on oh, the yeah, table and that's your your, so your I place like all these like you know yeah you know sunday brunch drunk people yeah mm-hmm. and tekken i just nice. never i've never liked fighting games like i played a lot of mk3 on playstation but i was a really little kid but i've never really liked fighting games since did then. you ever have a ps2 i never had a single playstation console. Uh, okay never owned a playstation so, console there was a game on ps2 they had a bunch of iterations of time crisis for home and it would come with like a shitty plastic gun con which is the name of the gun controller. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a game that was essentially like Time Crisis Jurassic Park. And there was a... Oh, fuck. I, Dino Crisis. Yeah. 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 I played that. That was on our case. Yeah. Yeah, was I played that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I played that in like, Chuck E. Cheese or something. Nice. Um, this one had a D-pad on the back of the gun. And I remember playing that game for so many hours that my thumb hurt because I, I was pressing the buttons to like move around the game. Did either of you play the Dead Space light gun game? No. Extraction? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I heard it's got a cool story. Yeah. That in the arcade? No, that's a Wii. I think it's one of those games though, where it's like it's like House of the Dead Overkill. You find out at the end that like you were crazy and just killing people the whole time, and you're the monster or something. That's cool. Man is the monster. You been playing anything? Or, or I'll let you finish. So anything else about Missouri? Uh, besides the fact that our flight got delayed. That uh, sucks. So we were supposed to leave su- Saturday morning. I was like, oh, okay. Like you know, I enjoyed my time here, but I want to. can get to my own. I want to go home, and sleep. I want to like yeah. take. Enjoy Sunday before I have to go back to work. Um, Wendy forwards me the email, says, all right, it's been delayed to the afternoon. I was like, all right. It's like, instead of our layover being in Chicago, it's going to be in Dallas. Like, whatever. Then she's like, flight's been canceled. I'm like, all right, when's it going to be? It's like, we're leaving like 3 p.m. Sunday. I was like, well, whatever. It's like, it's not like we are in a hotel and we have to check out or anything. It's like, you know, we have food and we have, yeah. uh, we, and we have food. Uh, so we leave Sunday and it's back in Chicago, so we fly back to Chicago. And I'm, like, super stoked about this O'Hare Airport because Wendy talks about how goddamn gigantic it is. It's big. But we fly in, and we get out, and we look at the at the at um, our flight, and it says, Richmond, you know, blah, 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 canceled. And I'm like, uh, hmm. Huh. And so we walk up to the t- desk, and we're like, yeah, it says the Richmond flight's canceled, and there are no other Richmond flights. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, the next one's for tomorrow at 2. And I'm kind of like, I'd be okay in staying overnight in Chicago. But Wendy has orientation for elementary school. And she already missed Sunday. It was supposed to start on Sunday. And she missed that. Like, she can't miss another day. And Wendy is kind of, like, visibly upset at this point. And I'm like, all right, we just need to figure out this situation. She's like, all right, let me look. And this, and we were flying American. She's like, is there anywhere else you can fly out to? I was like, we fly out to Norfolk. Um and she's like, yeah, there's a flight from United going from here to Norfolk. And it gets into Norfolk at 1030 at night. And I'm like, all right, we'll take that. And so we fly out to Norfolk. And I call my dad. I'm like, dad, perhaps uh, we need a ride up to Richmond, <laughs> like at 1030 at night. Could you help us out? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And I'm like, you can solid dad move. And you can, yeah. you can sleep Good in our bed. Man. It's fine. And so we drive out and we get to Richmond at like 1230. We all go to bed. 
and I get up and went. Oh, and on top of this, when he's like, couch is coming tomorrow morning. And I'm like, all right, guess I'm not going to work. So I'm like, hey, I got couch delivery. I'm not going to work. And then the couch was supposed to come between 9 and 11, gets there at noon. Hey, what do you know? And then I put the couch together, which was like, wasn't that bad in the end. But I was still like, oh, God, adult thing that I've never had experience doing before. And now I have to do. All right, let's figure this out. And the cat's just sitting there staring, judging me as I'm putting this fucking couch together. So to tally up the number of new adult experiences that you've had, you flew on a plane, you've moved in with your girlfriend, you... Well, we've been living together. uh, Moved into a new place. Um, You've put a couch together. Uh uh, I bought a TV. Bought a TV, experienced delayed and canceled flights. I was a little buzzed when we bought that TV. I left the happy hour with Dylan. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, like, I left and I came yeah. back. Mason was a little belligerent. She's like, take this left. No, no, no. That way. Oh, I was not. No, no, I was like, I was like, you, you, want, th- you want a big TV. He acted like I didn't know how to get to Willow Lawn, which, to be clear, that's Wendy. Because when we were going to Willow Lawn, Wendy started driving east. And I'm like, where are you going? And she's like, to Willow Lawn. I'm like, we're going downtown. You act like you know, you almost missed a turn. The Willow Lawn Drive turn. Don't you remember? Yes. But that, there was more than one turn where you corrected me. Mm. Yeah, I was just... The two Ducatis just, hit me hard. It, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, was, man. Yeah, so I got a TV. Cool. Great. Dope. Congratulations. 43-incher. You, cool. You're a man now. Man. I can finally sit on the couch that we bought and look at the TV that we bought instead of having to stare at this 20-inch, like, tiny-ass TV. Wait, how, how big is your TV now? 43 oh hell yeah yeah congratulations uh, we couldn't have gone any bigger it wouldn't have fit on the stand or fit in that corner of the room you can always go bigger go bigger go home just cool, means you have right? to go buy a chainsaw to uh remodel your furniture or house or house both so that's the stranger things method she needed a new window oh, right 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 yeah she put a hole. i was like where's there a chainsaw well, um, I'm glad you're back. I'm, I'm, I'm happy back, to be We're going to have a fucking podcast with everyone in the same room, damn it. Yeah. Watch us, happen. Watch us go like the entire year without that. That would be the worst. Well, we've heard uh, Dylan's playing a lot of arcade games. Yeah. Alex, you been playing anything? Let's see. So, I've been playing... I played a little bit of Bloodborne, and I haven't gone back yeah. to Dark Souls yet because uh, my buddy who gave it to me, he lives in Minnesota. I'm going to hop on Twitch and... We're gonna play like we're sitting on the couch together. Twitch out. We're you gonna... know, does he have a PS4? Uh, he has an Xbox. Oh. He got me Dark Souls on Xbox. Oh, because on PS4 he could just remote in. Yeah, the share play. Oh, nice. Pretty sweet. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. So, um, back when we were living together in DC, we would do a lot of solo uh, video games where one of us would just sit on the couch. Solo and, cam and videos. Solo cam videos. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, girl. Um, so I haven't gone back to Dark Souls yet, but I'm actually looking forward to it because he's the one who is super into the series and is obsessed with I it. I like Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you've been helpful too, but... <laughs> no, I haven't. A little bit. <laughs> I've just been like, I don't remember that part. Yeah. But, so I played Bloodborne. I will say that I don't think playing Bloodborne and Dark Souls in tandem is a good idea because I think you can only have a, so much of a Souls game at one time. Yeah. They are a very distinct experience. And they're very totally. It's like, it's like I wouldn't play Fallout and then play Oblivion or, right. you know what I mean, right. back to back. So, yeah, I think what I'm going to do is, is stick with one of them. They also play very differently, but positives, they're both beautiful games. Um, I, I love I, the I, art direction. Love the art and direction. Bloodborne. Really distinct. Um, not enough 
story for me to to really to, to have that pull me in so i'm relying entirely on lore and atmosphere and gameplay um and i don't know if the gameplay is for me yet um so i think a lot of people have that experience with that game yeah jury's out on that one it hit a certain type of people very hard and then the rest were kind of like yeah this isn't fun but i mean it's interesting because you know like we talked about this week um I, I really like difficult games. I love Ninja Gaiden. I, I love... Yeah, the fact that you like Ninja Gaiden, if I find... And I'm trying to figure out why that is. Part of it could be that I played that when I was a little bit younger and just fucking loved ninjas. And it's also a way faster game with immediate gratification. Yeah. Um, also, it's, it's more of a... Um, it's a bit it's, arcade. It's built around... I mean, it is arcade, but I think it's more built around you constantly being on offense in the yeah. that you're dodging, whereas Dark Souls is about... It's very spatial... Yeah, and very about positioning, which I I like that element of it. That um, yeah, and I like that you can you can you can never game, like you can't really cheese Ninja Gaiden because the enemies can just obliterate you, or you can. You know what it is? I just realized, and this like you love I cheese. No, oh, I do love, love cheese. cheese. Who doesn't love cheese? I love cheese. Cheese is great. Even brie is amazing. Oh my god. Um, and this is gonna sound so antithetical to Dark Souls. I wish there was a checkpoint before the bosses because there usually is oh you don't like making the like little corpse run to them usually they're well, pretty close that i'm okay with um i so the bloodborne level boss didn't have one. Oh, the bloodborne bosses are hard yeah you summon someone i think to i can help you yeah i got to a mini boss on in dark souls and it, it sent it wiped me and sent me back to the the campfire and i was just like all right now nope, i'm gonna go play something else well and you know like it's they're just they're weird games. Like they're very the specific type of game, and I think that I did not like. So I played Demon Souls first a long time ago, and um, I did not like Demon Souls the first lap I took with it. But then I came back to it like on like a Saturday when I was really bored, and uh, that's what it takes. So bored, what? Sa- bored Saturday. Being bored on a Saturday. Maybe I I just sat down. And I'm like I'm gonna figure this shit out, and I like pulled up some guy on the internet. I'm like okay, yeah, and no no no, and then like. You know, and same thing. I've had that happen. I had that happen with Mass Effect One, like the first time I played. I played like, like, and that's like one of my favorite games of all time. You know, and I think that I, just did, I didn't want to take the time to learn what the game was putting out there, which is as yeah. much uh, the game's fault as my fault. But I came back and, and now. I th- I love yeah, I games. think there's a bunch of that too, and and neither of these games make it easy to learn what's going on. You know, the weird I think iconography. Dark Souls Three is probably the better ramp of the two. Bloodborne, Bloodborne is the one that I have had the hardest time with. Yeah, and it's also probably my favorite. One of these days, I'll play one of these games. I don't think you'll like them. I don't know if I would, but I want to try. Yeah, you and should. give them a shot. You can get you can get Dark Souls two pretty cheap. You can get Dark Souls three pretty cheap. Now. Uh, I would get Dark Souls three. Ironically, a game that I didn't like that I tried playing last night was Nuclear Throne. Tell me that about Nuclear Throne because I actually did not look that up. So it's like it's a roguelike, right? Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, have you ever played Binding of Isaac? We did talk about this. Yeah, I love Nuclear Throne. I thought but, it was great. But Binding of Isaac, it's it's, it's just like uh, the Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, 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 I think Into the Gungeon is a better version of that game, but I just don't like the crosshair. It's too springy. Like I don't play like on controller or mouse controller. I hate playing mouse and keyboard. I don't. I think I turn the crosshair off. I'm with you on that one. Oh, can you do that? Yeah. If you can do that, then because like I just don't like the fact that like I have to constantly be like applying so much pressure to the right thumbstick to keep the crosshair in that direction. For that game's been shit and they released that game on PS4 and it was just broken. Like really? you would get to the last boss and the game would just crash. The game was like in early access forever. 
Yeah, I don't. Vlambeer's taking a lot of shit for it. Mm. I do like Luftrausers though. Luftrausers is cool. Yeah. I, I, thought, I need to play I, that because I, like, I, I like love games like that. I, I need to jump on Luftrausers. I got. I really like Into the Gungeon. Yeah, and I, I really, I played. I have a fuck ton of hours in Nuclear Throne too. Like I, I yeah, both like I'll, I'll come over and I'll see you play, and I was like, maybe this. I like those games because I rarely have time to sit down for a long, except for this week, a long period of time and play a game, you know. But like Spelunky, Binding of Isaac, End uh, of the Gungeon, I can pump in 10, 20 minutes. That's why I also like Rocket League and Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he kept walking in, and I was like, I kept trying to start it up. Because we had like five minutes between stuff and like the start sounds are like. I love those noises. And she's like, what the fuck are you playing? Oh, I love the music in that game though. Oh, oh yeah, the, the strings. There's oh. a lot of like guitar. We're talking picking. about Binding of Isaac now? No, no we're talking like, about Nuclear uh, Throne. Uh, Nuclear Throne. There's a lot of rockabilly guitar picking. It's just like um, Ninja uh, Fuck. Um, ninja Fuck. Ridiculous Fishing, I thought, which is I never played it. from a feel. We're talking about the mobile game Ridiculous. Yeah. I yeah. love they that game. game too. That yeah. game is so good. Yeah, Van Bleer is Super Crate Box, Ridiculous Fishing, Luftrausers, Nuclear Throne. Am I missing anything? Uh, Those are big ones. Those are the ones. Nuclear Throne was their big latest release. Yeah, I, I mean, if you, I mean, if the, if it's the crosshair that's bothering you, that's like if it was just like a regular twin stick shooter where right. direction was a firing direction. I'd probably. Do you like you have to shoot as opposed to aiming to shoot? Does that bother you? I don't know if that bothers some people. Yeah, I don't like the aim to shoot because it's like I I just don't like how springy the crosshairs is. Oh, no, I get it. Like if I could just like lay it in a direction and stay there. Which mutant do you play as? Well, I haven't well, I just unlocked Melty or whatever his oh, name is. So Melting. I'm guessing the crosshair returns to neutral if you're not pressing a direction. Yep. I actually kinda dig that. I mean it's like it's just not for me. Yeah. It's, it's, setting for it's really alien to me. I don't think I've ever played a game that has that. Or at least not for any long stretch of time. Oh, going back a step, uh, we played Gauntlet two in this arcade. Yes. I love Gauntlet. Uh, the credits are tied to the health, so if you just hammer the button, you can give yourself like a hundred thousand health, and then the uh, game becomes completely trivial. Well, that game would bleed you dry because the idea is that they would give you little health pickups, but like you'd be playing with your friends, and then like you know Alex would fucking die because he's, you know, he's just. Thanks, he's, buddy. He's Alex, he's, he's he's great at he's great at games. He's great at hell divers. Okay. Hey, I still maintain that you guys got in my line of fire. There's That's no not you. how that works. That's, there's no, there's no you guys. I wasn't, I wasn't involved in this. Because um, you guys anyways, don't, no, don't invite everyone else is crazy, you, not you me. You pump quarters into it because Alex wants to get back in the game because yeah, we're, yeah, we're rolling yeah. this dungeon. Which just becomes so trivial. Right. When, well, when but they, most arcade games do when you have infinite credits. Yeah. You get infinite lives. You can play anything else? Uh, Play some more Overwatch. Still, still enjoying God. it. Overwatch is just a cool game. Still right? need to get an Overwatch. Um, so season one of competitive has ended. So did you get any awards? How does that work? What do you get? Did you get any booster packs? Just some um, aesthetic stuff. Did nothing serious. Gun? Did you get like a new card I'm back? Five points away from getting gold guns. It doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, I don't, I, like I don't care. Um, I am bummed though that the summer games ended. I did not get the Genji Japan skin. It's, I heard it's cool. It's white and red and it's pretty dope. McCree skin. Oh, the, oh, the American, American skin. Amazing one where he's got a flag uh, over his shoulders. No, it's his whole suit. He looks like Captain like, America. It looks like it's, it's amazing. The skins I, in that game are so good. And I, I hate so that good. I think that where I'm like, oh, that skin's dope. What's the matter? Oh, no. What's I like that? that. You, I like the artistic you got, value you got an eye that. for that. Yeah. It's cool. I like it. I just don't like that I can pay for a booster bag to get a skin. All right. But then don't do that. I didn't. All right. Problem solved. But I don't like that I want to do that. Uh, I paid well, for a couple. And then I'm you with you. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. I totally, Don't mean. I've sat there. Give and I'm me like, that. Man, 
But then I sit there and I'm like, I could trivialize this entire game if I buy one. Like, cause then I'm exactly. You, you know. just drop a hundred dollars. That's the thing, though. None of the the things you unlock ever change the gameplay, no, which no, I and love. No, but his point is that like the, the unlock system are kind of like right. a, a reason to can keep playing. A lot of why I play games is progression systems. I'm like, you know, I, I and I think that makes sense. But yeah. In that box, yeah, which is you know, I see. Part of me really wishes the progression in that game was directly tied to a character. Like, you unlock the aesthetics of the character as you played it. Right. Like, if you get to level 50 with McCree, you get this you get sweet stuff. skin. Yeah. That's I would like that. that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mind how they have it. And I got my Lucio skin that I've won. I think I got the Lucio skin I won, and then I just stopped playing. Which is, I'm like, what am I doing? So you didn't really like the game that much? You just Oh, no, 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 no. I think that that is one of the most well-designed games to come out in a very long time. Um. So here's... I'm thinking of getting a console partially because... I want to play Overwatch because I don't want to play it on PC and be at a disadvantage with a controller. You should get a console. You should. Xbox One S is pretty sweet. Xbox One S is pretty sweet. Yeah, the new white Xbox. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't get an Xbox just because I have a PC. I wouldn't. There's no part of me that every game's gonna come for Xbox and for PC now. Um, I can't recommend Xbox without saying the, that the, the UI UX, is fucking trash. The like, UX is garbage. It's so fucking bad. I got. Just I would yell it's it out on no, Xbox this summer. It's poorly designed. Oh, it's like subsystem, submenus on submenus. It's uh, kind oh, of no. It's you're gonna just, have to see it. I'll, I'll laggy, walk you through it. It's, it makes no sense aesthetically, which makes no sense because I think that Windows, especially Windows 10, that well designed. I like the start menu. I think they have a, a pretty good sense for design. I think that Edge is a well designed piece of software. I just don't use it. The the, the patterns X- are so unintuitive. No, the way it fucking hides, like yeah. if it's reinitializing Netflix, it just hides it from you, which makes no sense because ninety percent of what I'm seeing the Xbox for is to watch fucking Netflix. Oh man, it's it's so bad. It's it's aggravating that a company that that is that big and makes products that I love, like Azure, is like one of the best database systems to work in because it's so well designed. And this Xbox thing is a piece of shit. It's so bad. It's so bad. I'm sorry. So we have <laughs> don't get an Xbox. We have so some strong opinions on this side of the room. It's bad. Now, I mean, Xbox is sweet, but I would get if I was gonna buy if I'm buying a console right now and I'm looking at the lineup for games that are coming out this fall. Of exclusives, I would Dude. do PS4. Oh my God, Horizon, Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn. Yes. Wait, that's an exclusive. Oh yes. yes. PS4. Hmm. Hunting robo dinosaurs. Oh my God. I think that the exclusives, as we move forward, are, are I just fall. hate the Dual Shock. Wait, wait, the new one. The new one's great. I wait, I, mean, I hate it a lot less wait, 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 than okay. The old. I think the so, new one's as good as the Xbox. I just no. Well, I so initially, those, I was those handles are way too chubby. Like it's just it's uncomfortable. In, yeah, initially, like it's made I was for little Japanese. Hands. I was not I a fan. I don't of it. think that's the case. <laughs> I think After using it extensively and for hours and hours and hours, I love the new PlayStation controller. I mean, I'm sure. And I th- could... they're apparently tweaking it for their upcoming console it just, it's refresh. Not like a big redesign though. As a light bar. I mean, I'm sure I could get used to it. It's just there's so much. Like I think the 360 controller is a perfect controller. I disagree. No. The, the Xbox One controller is way is better. Huge it's so better. but you can say that that's a refinement. When I hold a 360 controller, I feel like I'm holding a cheeseburger. All right, but you can say that 360 is a refinement. I mean, the Xbox One is a refinement wait, of the 360. Wait, the, three, the 360 controller? The, you feel like you're holding a cheeseburger. I hate the 360 controller now. Interesting. I loved it when it when it came out. It was it was amazing. Like it 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 yeah. made, it was one of the. But I think that now after playing 
I'll go get an Xbox 360 controller and you can hold it. It yeah. doesn't feel as good as you remember it because we've come. I'm saying that style of controller, not the DualShock, not whatever Nintendo chucks out. I would use the DualShock 4 before you. I mean, I think I think the DualShock 4 is a great. I think the DualShock 4 is an evolution of the 360 controller, not the DualShock, and I think it's a really well there. I, I think it's a meeting in the middle, and I've never liked the DualShock one, two, or three. But I, I don't. I don't think. I think you should give the. Du- I don't even know. I I've, mean, I've used it. I've used yours. That's I, I. I would. The DualShock 4, I think, is 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 popular for a reason, and I think it's because it is a well-designed it, control. So, I can learn yeah. to love it. I just am kind of turned off by that's it totally on the fair. outset. But you know yeah. what? If you don't like the DualShock 4 controller, you shouldn't get a PS4, though, because like that's your option. That's my argument. No, I know, but you, you're still going to have shitty. You know what you should on. do? I'll let you borrow one of mine. You can play some PC games with it, because the, the link to do that is, is really easy. Um, Especially now that they're putting that dongle out. Dongle. You can do a Bluetooth before him. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Oh, I don't have a, any uh, Bluetooth adapter. I did mine on my Mac really easily. Yeah, I mean, there's exp- input, oh, like, yeah, yeah. fake-out stuff that you can do. And you still got to do that for a lot of games, too. Yeah. Um, I, I still use my 360 controller. The only thing that bothers me is that the uh, the sticks aren't perfectly centered, so they'll be a that, little... That, in fact, would not be able to do that. A little drag. I, I like Could the Elite that. controller a whole bunch. It's I love my the Elite controller. controller. I mean, I'd, I'd probably get one. I, so, I was playing around with my old... Well, my other Xbox One controllers. It's the shoulder bones are hard to hit the lightweight feels off now and yeah, like, I, like I, I can't go back oh i also don't like the shoulder buttons on the xbox one controller they're like the cheap, plastic clicky yeah they're kind of hard to press they feel good the xbox the one controller yeah, i feel, mean yeah because they redid them yeah they redid them on the new revision too yeah um, um what are you even playing mason <laughs> uh, well funny so i've been playing a lot of so i got i i, I reinstalled wow oh that's right and i've been playing it a lot uh, disclaimer: If you or if you know a friend or loved one who is suffering from addiction, call this hotline. <laughs> so I, I six leveled, years clean, baby. I six a years clean from one to fifty. God damn! Wait, in the last couple days. Well, mm-hmm. to be fair, it's the, a lot le- faster the leveling me. curve from one to it, sixty is significantly fast, and then after that, Peter, it slows down. Oh, really? What's the level cap? The level cap is 100. 110 and now. And it's going to be 110 come such a weird August. concept. So I, I reinstall it. I played uh, the first free 20 levels, and then I, I paid for a subscription earlier this week, and then I got up to 50. I did a fuck ton of dungeons. I really like the the class changes. The paladin's super fun. I played all three specs, and I had a blast. I'm done with WoW. See? I'm so wow. glad, I'm so glad I, didn't I didn't buy in. get into I'm, this whole... Look, high five. That's fascinating. High five. Because Mason didn't buy in. Because like if we joined in right now, because you're like I would have made a character with you guys. I would have been, been jazzed. I would have played with you guys. Yeah, yeah. So, then, but none of you guys weren't gonna play anyway. So like I was, I was almost there. But you, but none of you did. So like I didn't, I didn't like you didn't not have to buy in. Um, how quick is a dungeon? When you say you do a whole bunch of dungeons, yeah, they're like the system. um the uh they broke all the old dungeons up too. So you do them in these four boss segments as opposed to doing the whole thing. What was so the it's like doing a um, wailing caverns is like that's the early one winged. What are the things called in raid? No, in um, well, no, raiding's a big part. That's bigger. You're talking about the destiny stuff. In destiny, the strikes, strikes, right? That's like a, the length of a strike. Huh. So 15, 20 minutes. Oh, they're longer than the dungeon. The, the way they are now, they're shorter. Really? Yeah, I think the longest one I did was like 30, 40 minutes, which is totally yeah. fine. And they had this awesome matchmaking system for it, so you can just be like, I'm a tank oh, and yeah. a DPS. Boom, boom, boom. Like they're. Nice. So I haven't played since they added that. Back in the day, there was like no like matchmaking for dungeons, so you had to go find people. You just go post in general, like yeah, look hey, at LFG, LFG for Scarlet Monastery, Undead Wing, yep. and then you'd wait 
three hours and then you get a group together so and then I, you play it for two hours and then you die at the final boss and then everyone would leave pissed. I actually have thoughts about um, World of Warcraft is a really well done game and it's a really I just love the world and then like it's it's so well designed and the way the classes are they're now fulfilling this fantasy of the class where before they were fulfilling a role and I really like that like no matter what spec I was as a paladin I felt like I was like smiting holy justice on people as I was playing and like I had an ability where I could like throw hammers around and like they would spin around me and like I was just like this AOE monster but I think I get that experience in a more fun way in Diablo and I think that what I'm looking for is that like just optimizing my character and being quicker and faster at killing things and I think that the world of the world I would love to see the, the Legion content but I just don't want to put the next six hours in to get up to it and It'd probably be longer than that, but yeah, I see what you mean. Um, it's really fast to level now. Not, I, I'm pretty sure it slows. Like once you get the mist of Pandaria content. But if you do the, the um, I mean, I would do the. They have these invasions going on right now. Yeah. And you get like twenty thousand XP for it. Or you just buy and auto level to ninety or whatever. But I, I made a blood elf, and I never had played a blood elf, and like the starting area for that is just incredible. Like yeah, Silver Moon City, I love like, the art direction. Silver Moon City is just incredible. Like, I love it's the blood elf stuff. And no other game feels like this big continuous world that world of warcraft does and it still feels that way fucking 11 years later 12 years later oh yeah there's still a lot of people playing that game and there's still like i remember when i played as a paladin like there's still threads of like D D influences so like there are at least back then like the paladin had spells that would only affect undead so it's yeah, like they took, they took a lot of that out yeah but it still felt cool it's like there's still this kind of like well maybe i don't know encounter specific stuff well they still i mean they have when you saw that D like changed their rule set to match yeah, more to match like, wow mm-hmm. and um i still think that a lot of what's enjoyable about D in from an encounter standpoint is enjoyable in what we have but i think that what i find fun in D is is the not the stuff that you can't make in wow which is i'm gonna talk these goblins into taking their clothes off and making dylan mad because he's favorite a story I wasn't mad. I was like, I didn't know. I wasn't prepared. I was like, Wait, what? Well, the first time we played D and D, where I DM'd, we and Dylan's a great DM. We were running the 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 Red Box campaign, so just like the starter set. And I don't know. We were doing some dungeon. We were me, fighting. Wendy, Dom, and Mitch. Yeah, I miss Mitch. I think Dom and Wendy were like females. Like they're female draconian. Well, no, when, Wendy was Dragonborn. Dragon, Dragonkin. Dragonborn or Dragonkin? I think it's Dragonborn. They're both Dragonkin. Really? I thought. Maybe they changed the name. I believe fire. I only know the most recent one. Anyways, and then Mason's like, oh, you guys should strip and distract was, the goblins. I was a bard and all my stats were in charisma. Wait, you guys should strip? Yeah. Who, not, who, not, the, in real, not in real life. The characters yeah, yeah, yeah. should strip. For what, trying to to, get what, to what end? Life. To distract the goblin guard. Because there's a goblin like leader over there. And I like didn't know how to handle the situation because it was my first time DMing. I'm like, what? Uh, we're going to play this by ear. <laughs> so they had to take all their armor off. Though, Roll so they, for they lost their armor buff. And then I failed like the finals. Like well, we were getting close to convincing them that like these are like I was running this like traveling brothel essentially. And um, like he was like super on board with it. And then I failed like the speech check. And he's like, oh, wait, fuck this. And then we had to do this encounter. And like no and one had armor. No one had weapons. It was so bad. it went totally tits up. I think that's the literally. best way to yeah, yeah, literally. Literally. Yep. Dragon tits. Dragon tits. Rawr. Um, but yeah, I think um, I, I mean, I could see myself playing well, but I, I also have this thing where I, I, 
I don't want to play other games because I could be playing WoW. And yeah, it's the point where WoW turns into the job, the second been, job. And I get that. It, it's but I'm not. I'm leveling, so it's not like I'm. You know, it's all. I'm just want to see shit. Like, well, I think World of Warcraft is a good enough game that it's an argument that I'm fine with making with myself. But I really want to play the Fallout 4 DLC, and I really want to get into Deus Ex, and I really want to get into. Um, you finished Tales. I did finish Tales. Okay, f- finally. We can finally talk about the scene that Alex and I were super excited about. Oh my god, so that the finger gun scene. The finger gun scene in that I game is the, one of the most delightful surprises hilarious. in any video game I've ever played. I didn't, I was so confused. I'm like, what is happening? Why it's is this? It's amazing. I'm, okay, I'm so glad you and I are on the same page. Where he like comes up to him, pretends no, to pull no. the pin, and I then it, kicks him. I thought it was really, like, really well done, but I think that the fact that they had the straight man at the end of the janitor, like, I was like, all right, all right, good. There, I, I'm just like, I'm <laughs> oh, like, okay. what Wait, what, am I seeing? What happened with the janitor? Was he just like, the janitor just mopping and like, shaking like, his head? And, that, and then that's all the people are like standing back up because like the role play is over. Yeah. No, I, I, I love it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Oh, man. I thought it was a great, um, I like how it ended. I like the. Well, we're gonna spoil the shit out of Borderlands. Well, no, let's do it, and then we'll have Dan on. Has Dan finished? Mm-mm. No, we're but, gonna spoil the shit out of Borderlands. Yeah, so just fucking second. Dan, it up. don't listen. So I really, I really like the reveal. Who it was? I really, I think oh. that. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I really liked. Um, yeah. I thought the climax was kind of cool. I like the Voltron stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I th- with the exception of the fact that I was running on an Who's Xbox. Your team? Oh, oh ran, like, shit! On... God, Alex and I were talking about it as soon as we finished. Oh God! Yeah, it like. It was buggy as all hell. I had Genji, not Genji, uh, <laughs> Roadhog Zero. Yeah, same thing really. Um, Zero. There's only four characters. I, I can't remember actually. I know no, I took a, a photo of get. it. There's a, yeah, there's a ton you can no, I'm get. I'm saying there's only like four. Yeah, archetypes. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember. I had like oh, so I had Athena. Um, I had Athena. Uh, her poor girlfriend. Um, I had her girlfriend. I yeah, I th- I had her girlfriend oh, too. Girlfriend hated me. She left oh, yeah? because oh, she I, loved me. Yeah. I did something. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't get them married. You fucked up, bro. Ah, uh, that's what it was. You yeah. gotta tell him that she loves her. No, I did do that. No. No, that's oh, how you make her. Maybe like you, her. you covered for her in the I wrong way or something. The, uh, the scene with the, the send off of Scooter was actually really well done. Yes, I love that and, like, scene. Really pointed. What, what no, happened with Scooter? It, oh my god, I was actually was really upset by that <laughs> Catch scene. Catch a rat? No, no the, I thought, but I think that that was like incredibly impressive to make. A character like that have a send off that is that with that much gravity. That's why yeah. back when we first talked about it, I said that this leaves the Borderlands universe like ir- irrevocably changed right. because Scooter is dead and Scooter is kind of like a big He's presence a big part, yeah. in Borderlands too. I thought that it was gonna be like, I don't know. No, I the, I will say that the tale from the Borderlands series made me like Jack as a character because I hated Jack in Borderlands. Too. It made no. me sympathetic to Jack. Yeah. Who was the assistant yeah, in bit. Scooter's garage? That's the girlfriend. Okay, she left me be- not because I didn't get them together, but because I didn't go back and retrieve the probe that Scooter put out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. I had to do that. I was like, dude, got got to do that. I was Wait, like, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something totally different. It made me like Jack. It didn't make me more sympathetic to him. He's just um, a hilarious character. I thought I thought he was really well written in this game. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's really fucked. Yeah, I had zero Athena. Do you pick three? I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't choose zero. Like zero wasn't an option. I don't know what I did. I think I made friends with him earlier or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, zero. What Athena. You? Athena's girlfriend. I. You only pick. I had the North character. Yeah. Which one was he? <laughs> Half the, the cast. I don't know. Yeah, right. boy, the he had the goatee. The dot. The son of the bad girl. The guy that you like bamboozled. This like dating the sister for a little bit. Oh. 
Oh, with the blonde hair. Right? Reginald? I have his name. August. 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 I had August. I had... Um, no, I thought August was the... Who was the No, the August CEO? was the boyfriend. It okay. was totally August, yeah. The boy... The oh, Vasquez. Yeah, I love Vasquez. Vasquez was hilarious. I loved every scene with Vasquez. It was amazing. Um, I had zero, zero Athena and Cassius. So I had the old doctor dude. The Atlas oh, doctor. I hated the old doctor dude. Oh. I dropped him. I like him. Um, The scene with Jack, the last scene in Jack, is probably one of my favorite scenes I've seen. seen. What happens in that? It's the part where you're ripping out your implants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's killing him. And he's like... He's, he's begging you to he, stop. Well, he's terrified because he says... Well, a lot of people voted to keep him. Really? Did you say, it was like 50-50. Well, it might have changed since we played it. I thought that was interesting. That like, yeah. it was it was so well done that it made a lot of, like a significant amount of people sympathetic. Well, I knew he was insane enough that he wasn't worth the risk. Right. I killed him. But just the no, way he said that, like, there's nothing there. There's nothing on the other side. Like, oh, cool. yeah, don't. That, that. And I was like, I'm, I feel really shitty now. But no, you're, you're gone. Which is, which is also like a really, like, I think in terms of measuring the effectiveness of your writing, like when you present a lot of the choices that Hell's Hell's makes are like, hey, good thing or like not as good thing. <laughs> Hot chick or Doug. It's, it's like 80% or 20%. You know what I mean? At the end. But when, uh-huh. I, see the, when I see the choices that are 50-50, I think that that's them creating this cool gray area really well i dig that a lot and i think it's smart that they're doing like the sharing and like the multiplayer parts of batman i think it's cool yeah yeah that's really interesting i think it makes sense yeah because they're just making movies at this point or yeah, yeah they're games. trying to plug in the social I mean, features no matter what choice you make it's not going to change the game that much which on one hand you know bothers me but i do realize you can't make like a bajillion different games out you of the could. same you could but that would be such a huge but undertaking can't print money if they do that the right. um I think they're doing a, a fucking great job with what I think what, Tales what from Borderlands got. is great, but I've played my, my Borderlands game, I mean my uh, Telltale. Telltale game for the next few months. That first episode of Batman's pretty good. I was. Did I'm, you play it yet? No. Don't talk to me. Um, I'm also really on board <laughs> with, with the uh, him having a voice modulator now between this and Batman, versus, Batman versus Superman. Superman. Yeah. yeah. I like that concept better than like Steve, Kevin Conroy just being like, well, I can do two voices and the Batman voice so, sounds Kevin really good. Conroy, Kevin Conroy it? does like one voice and a slightly like affected voice. Like it's yeah. not like... Kevin Conroy does the Batman voice and then... But it's better than the Christian Bale Batman well, voice. Yeah. So Christian Bale I've and Kevin Conroy are two very different things. I hate the Christian Bale Batman. I hate Christian Bale's Batman, period. I hate Christian Bale. <laughs> I love him as Bruce Wayne. I love the bad voice because I think it's creepy and weird. I and don't. <laughs> I think it's stupid. Batman loses his, his lucky socks. Where are they? <laughs> I mean, it's fun to do, but I was like, I was like, what? Christopher Nolan's got this big boner for weird voices because you got yeah. Bane over there, and then you have the, the Joker, like, <laughs> but the Joker's well done. Joker's well done. I liked Bane. Bane. Um, Bane. Stick over Gotham. Hmm. Um, yeah, I can get down with the, the voice modulator. I re- I really like any story. Can you that's... get down with the sickness. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. yeah, clearly. Cool. Um, I really like any story that's Batman when he's first starting his career because I I feel like that's a much one. more yeah, much more vulnerable Batman. Mm-hmm. Like my biggest problem with Superman is that you create a character that can only be stopped by a big green rock. When you deal with Batman in, in his prime, you have to really, really write yeah. a, a good character to stop. And I Batman. love how cocky he can be. Yeah, like like fallibly like, cocky yeah, to a fault. Like oh, you're going to get that's, yourself that's killed over and over. That's like yeah. the main flaw that people, that writers like to tackle, is that Batman's too confident in his ability to, to do it all. Yeah, and he can't. No one can do it all. Which I think the first time I saw that and it really paid off really well was the scene in Dark Knight where he's asleep in the boardroom 
It's like finally yeah. we see some like this taking a toll on him. He's like he can't. The darkening does a lot really well. Be awake twenty four hours. What well, does a lot really well? I realize because it takes the best stuff from all the different stories, like watching mm-hmm. the killing jo- killing joke cartoon or movie. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shows yeah. Parts that did you read the original killing joke? Okay, mm-hmm. no. So you need to go back and. Re- oh no, read I did read it. I read it okay. after, after the fact. Good because from what I hear, I haven't seen it yet, but the animated version does not do the comic justice. Well, here's the thing. It's the outside outside the prologue, it's point for point the killing joke. With like, the the addition of this weird uh romantic storyline for Barbara. Yeah, that which, Barbara and Batman are in love and like, it's really stupid. And then they add so apparently there's like a thing between the cart the the movie and the writer of the comic that in the uh animated film they kind of make it a little more implied that joker rapes barbara as opposed to how it was lightly implied yeah and then but then the writer of the comic comes out and said no i never meant to imply that so maybe he just meant to imply that he took naked pictures of her and that's okay that you could easily take that from the comic that he he just you're the writer and you're like well given the way that everything goes nowadays i'm gonna get ahead of this right now (laughs) yeah intent doesn't matter at this point i just need to be like no that's not what i ever would mean which yeah. is probably the best thing to do. That was probably a smart thing in his call. I would do. Either way, I mean, I thought it was okay. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, I, it's Batman. When you watch an animated film of a comic like that, besides outside of Dark Knight Returns, they feel so light on plot. Like when I watched the year yeah. one animated film, I was like, there's like five scenes in this entire thing, and then that's it. Most of DC's animated universe movie stuff has been really flimsy on, on plot. Well, the Justice League on one's good. Um, Doom. And that's the one you told me to watch. Yeah, that one is so good. Well, it's flimsy on plot because like the story is actually flimsy on What's plot. What's a plot and, that you do like? And it though? reads like, different. Give me, give me, give me like a, a uh, yeah. North Star that I can work towards. A North Star. Well, because no, a lot of times you're you're very critical of stories, and I just want to know what what delivers. I'm a story that delivers is one that's surprising. No, 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 no. no. I want to know an example. All right, I've Lego Movie, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind. That's good. Okay. Uh, no, no, gone, gone Girl. Okay. Um, nice. It's weird that Gone Girl resonated story. so much. So, well, I so, think it's just I had no expectations. Just went in, sat down. I think a lot. And I think the other thing is that I think that you go into not you specifically, <laughs> but I think there's a, there's a thing where people will go into media and content. And I usually I try to you know minus like Star Wars, but like I'll go into stuff pretty. I'll, I'll try anything once. Like it's like my thing. And heroin. Um, uh, mescaline. When I went into, World stra- of I went into Stranger World, yeah. Things with no expectations, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so I much. Didn't either. Me too. And I, I went in. Well, not I think it was built up for you before you saw it, though. Yeah, I guess a little bit. I think but I didn't hate it. No, I, no one said you did. Yeah, no one said you did. Uh-huh. Who said back. you did? Let's go, let's go back to the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I did not say. Um, you I guess hate you it. just implied that you disagree with me. I, yeah, very me? vehemently. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's uh, okay. I don't think I said anything about. No, no he's talking about me. Oh, Alex oh, said it. Oh, okay. I didn't say anything. I oh, said. Okay. I said I'm not touching it. That's all okay. I said. I said I'm not. I touching respect it. your opinion. I ain't touching it. Uh, we'll agree to disagree. That's gentleman's handshake. We're shaking hands right now shaking for all hands. that's listening. Oh, this isn't your hand. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's what I call my yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. And I wasn't. I wasn't like putting you on the spot to like to like put you on the port. But I, I think it's important when you're talking about things that you like and don't like to give people some context about. The stuff you do like. I think yeah. it helps. Like, if people know that, like, I like XCOM and I like these mechanically heavy games, I think that, that really helps understand 
my taste because yeah. right. you're you're very focused Alex on likes the colors black and red which yeah. is all you need to know about him yeah pretty much <laughs> just look him up and down yeah so you're um just wearing all black right now so you're very focused on what's a game story that worked for you really well uh yeah. Esther, uh gone home gone home life is strange, life is strange. uh do you like John Hughes movies? None of those are. I don't, I don't, do you like John Hughes I, movies? I like John Hughes movies. Like I like Where? Uncle Buck. I like. Very, I love Uncle very Buck. Com- coming of age, set in high school. Because the it's games not, you it's just it's mentioned, not about that's, like the theme. It's about like well, putting up. But you know, the games uh, you just mentioned a, all kind of fall in that. That I would argue loose that the genre. things that, are, that you're drawn to in those games is. is Putting you in the situation of a, of, a, of a population or type of character that you just don't, you don't relate to. Sure, but it's also the fact that like if I've seen something before, I've seen it before. So like That's a lot of the Killing Joke doesn't do for me because like I've seen it in Dark Knight Returns. Right. So it's like the fact that he operates in a carnival and does all this stuff, that and like sense. there's nothing surprising about the scene where he like tortures quote unquote Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. It's like it it doesn't make any sense. Why would someone lasting you know five minutes in this kind of maze of spe- showing shock photography like make yeah. him catatonic like it's things like that well, which i think of your of your naked raped daughter it, yeah that point but still i think like if you're a police commissioner i think you've seen some horrendous shit but but that's his daughter okay I, I, that's right i draw i draw a line there i think i get the point you're i think the point yeah. you're trying to make is that you don't you like being surprised i think the point of that 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 scene right there is because joker wants to show that he can break people which I think that's done way better in the Dark Knight with the scene with the two boats and the bombs. Yep. yep. Now, yep. do you think yep. if if you were in, if if right now it was 1985 and you were reading that for the first time, would that have had a different impact? I don't think it's the year. I think it's the age. If I were younger, I would so, have been or it, more excited. Well, let's about say it. Um, all these other pieces of media that have heavily referenced or drawn from the original source material. Killing Joke's it, really good. I think, yeah, I think like, watching it first probably it was, I, away I'm from totally it. on board with the point you're making. I'm just uh, curious to see like if you think you had read that first, like would it have had a different impact probably. on you? Yeah. And I think the one thing that Killing Joke does really well is that final final scene mm-hmm. where he tells the joke right. and they both laugh and I'm like that is something I haven't seen before. That's really good because I think I think that but like, from a if if you're rating Batman stories, I think that the Killing Joke tells a really good Batman story. Sure, it's really I, true to the character, and it's I think you see a lot of in what I'm looking for in a in a superhero story is is a lot of what the Killing Joke delivers mm. in my mind. I just can see a lot of the lines drawn between that and Dark Knight and a lot of other stuff. Oh yeah, because and, those movies. See, I think where that so you, I think that excites me is I, I think that I get excited seeing different takes on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in The Dark Knight Rises when Bane breaks Batman's back. Back, yes, yes. I was so happy right. that they include that because I was I was not expecting it. And it was... And like, that's a pretty yeah. like, pillar scene in so, Batman. Yeah, it's iconic. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah. But I, I think I think I, I get really excited when I hear... Like, I would I was really excited for True Detective Season 2 because I, I wanted to see new people take on these themes and, and, and tones that were done in the first season. And, it, and, and like you said, like, a lot of the things in the first... It, True Detective Season 2 does a lot of things that the first season did. You know what I mean? Did and you see, did you see the second one well. first before you saw the first one? No, no, no. I, I'm not trying to bring up... I'm just saying like, oh, yeah, I yeah. like that... I think I like the idea of, of <clears throat> multiple people taking on, you know, similar material. Or, yeah. So, in those other examples you mentioned... You should see Sausage Party. I do. I really I want to see Sausage Party. I think that me out. I don't, I don't know if I'm. I'm but I think if you're looking, I've heard. I've dying. heard that it's, it's, it's a. It hasn't. Been I just done. don't like the animation. It's all shiny. It's like this gross That's sheen fair. on everything. 
Um, so in those other examples you referenced, Gone Girl, Toy Story, um, aside from walking in with no expectations, what about those narratives do you think um, uh, you like so much? Well, Eternal Sunshine is like a perfect like training regimen to make your brain work because the first yeah. like 30 minutes of that scene of that movie you know his memory is wiped and you're playing things out of order you seen memento and i've no i haven't oh seen uh, memento. don't people aren't isn't that like super polarizing oh yeah it is because it's uh it's I've, confusing I've, as fuck movie. i've seen is that another uh charlie chris kaufman nolan. movie chris nolan chris nolan oh, yeah i've seen um, uh adaptation which is not good with nicholas cage which i didn't really like it's about him writing about right. a, a, writing a screenplay. No, I agree. I I I Eternal Sunshine is one of my favorite movies as well. So because so. because it's it's making your brain work. It's like you're sitting there. It's like all right, I'm trying to piece this together because they're they're I, it's nonlinear and like it's 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 this great exercise. It's like one of the best mysteries. If like if you categorize that as a mystery movie, at least the first like third. So then, what about? Really uh, I don't know if it's an because I, I think you're giving it more credit than it deserves. Well, I was in terms excited of like, when I watched. No, no, it. and I think that's fair because they do these little. They trust you as a viewer to put like the dots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's little hints that as a as a filmmaker that they throw in there that I think. I think, but it's more like if you trust that the audience is, that doesn't need to be spoon fed every part of it. I think that's why I like it. But I wouldn't say that in terms of something like like a hard movie to watch is like. Um, no, have you seen Have you seen uh, British Spies? No, if not. But I really want not to. Hard that's Gary Oldman, but right? Same thing. Uh, no, it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. And, um, that movie is excellent because there's a lot. There's a there's a linear plot that's pretty easy to follow going on. Mm-hmm. But there's so much other spy shit going on that like you don't pick up on unless you're like looking for it. And like I get that part of liking. Oh, this explains. Which spies is so good. Though. This I explains why you didn't enjoyed True Detective season two so much. Why uh, what? Why you? Sorry, I, that my words are not working. That explains why you enjoyed season two of True Detective so much because there's a lot of different narrative I threads. Enjoy true, I think you just didn't enjoy season one. I, but no, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. But there, season there two? are yeah. far more oh, narrative no, threads. No, I didn't. In, uh, hmm. There are movies like when I sat down and watched The Wire and I finished it. It's a really well done show. But when I finished it, I was like, "That's a good show," and then that's it. I wasn't like mind blown anything. Um. But like when I walk out of Gone Girl, I'm like. That was amazing because like that like did something new that I wasn't expecting. So I haven't the, seen it. What, what was the what what did it do? It's the you fa- see it. It's a David it, Fincher movie. You should just see it. Yeah, it's Go a David Fincher Gondor. movie, and they like f- do a really good like sleight of hand, like a flip. Like a, did did Fight Club do it for you? I think I knew what was. Con- I think not. Mm. I I think I was already told. So you need the heel or, like turn. Sixth Sense or something like that. Like I think I knew. I think everyone knew the yeah. was going to happen in Six right. Sense because yeah. everyone's like, I see dead people. And I'm like, what right. are you talking about? I'm three. But the, that's, um, so there are movies that are well done, which I can recognize the quality of them. Yeah. So like The Fighter or The Wrestler or things like that where I, I, I sit down fight. and I'm like, that's a really good movie. But I'm not like, I'm in love with that movie. And then there are the very scant few stories where I'm like, that, no, that. I think it's fair. So, I don't, I was... I only brought it up because I think that when we were talking about it earlier, I just wanted to get an idea of what it, what it, what what works. Because I, I don't think I don't think there's any, and I, I I don't think there's hard and fast rules to how to tell a good story either. I think that there's different takes on really good storytelling, um, and I think that I think that I look for uh, in a story is is, is and I can be entertained by pop. I can be entertained by the rock. You know what I mean? Like 
I'm looking to, I want to be either blown away by people doing stuff really well, whether it's the, the photography, the acting, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that, I don't know. It's all, it's all good stuff, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I just don't put as much of a value on, like, things like cinematography. Like, I don't recognize the film craft as much. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think Skyfall is a really bad movie because I don't pay attention to kind of the production Skyfall value of it. Skyfall the original, like, schism that you and I had over yeah. a movie. Because mm. I went to go see it. Did you see Drive? No. Okay. I've heard that movie's good. That movie's fantastic, know. but it, I don't know if you're gonna like it. it like so much of that, my enjoyment for that movie comes from the style, yeah. the aesthetic, the cinematography, and that the music exercise and just pacing. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, I love Drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we saw we saw Skyfall it. together though. I mean, I would probably watch it and be like, "That's all right, movie." But I, I've liked Skyfall more every time I've seen it subsequently. But I did not like it the first time oh, I saw just it. Just the theaters. scene where they where he's in the fucking old 60s Aston Martin and he's like I'm gonna eject you out of the car M. and I'm like fuck you fuck this stupid bullshit like referencing old James Bond because I thought we were making a clean break it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any goddamn sense because he, Casino Royale is supposed to be his like origin story so in what point like are they implying that all the Sean Connery movies had happened in between Casino Royale and all the other stuff doesn't make any goddamn fair, sense. I think it's a fair point. It's, I think it's more of a. I think it's. I think it's a. That's a fair point. A written wink to the audience. It's super frustrating. Uh, I think I, I adore Skyfall. I think Skyfall, and maybe I'm, looking at the style of Skyfall, but that image that I've shown, I think I've shown you, where it's the, it's every frame of the movie lined up, and it shows the 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 color changes. Every every act in that movie has a distinct color palette, which is incredible. That's awesome. And they stick to it really well. So like the the Chinese theater or whatever that is all reds and oranges. Have and you seen that for the Nolan Batman trilogy? No, but it's probably the same yeah. similar thing. It goes, I love I love that. It's um, it goes from evening to midnight to morning. The I also am like movies. the kind of person where like dude style and in like graphic fidelity or something like that goes a long fucking way for me. Like I and throwing throwing music and stuff like that's everything I love. Like I just I'll sit and watch. I'll sit and watch fucking Michael Bay movies because I think that the the effects and stuff are amazing. Hey man, I, yeah. The Rock is my guilty pleasure. Like, I, I love The Rock. I Rock's, love, love Rock's the Rock. fantastic. I still Rock's need to see movie. The Rock. The Rock's pretty good. It's it's dumb good. It's like if you want. No, wanna, no, no. I, I think that um, if you want to watch Sean Connery ham it up, but like that movie's about James Bond. That movie's yeah. just old James Bond. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, but I think that I get, I get, I get. You know, I just wanted. I think that it's important to. I don't know. Anything else to talk about? So we gotta wrap up though. Yeah, I need to head out. Alex, it's May. been real. But since you've been hosting today, because you opened yeah. it, so you gotta uh, close it. Mason, you got any last thoughts? Uh, what are you doing this week? Um, Lumdare. Not. I'm not playing World of Warcraft. What are you doing tonight? I'm going on going going dinner. With who? I need to actually do that. And girlfriend. Aw, that's not interesting. Not there me. Don't. What about you? Um, I'm I'm making a game this weekend, Loom Darn. Yeah. I also want to tell you that I watched most of the first season of Mr. Robot, but I don't want to open that can of worms. We'll talk about it next week. So we'll talk about that cool. later. We'll yeah. Talk about it. I'm actually very curious to hear your take on it. Yeah. Cool. Um, Word Word Games at what's what's your you can find the Word Podcast at word-games.com. You can find Alex at alexrice.is.com available. Not yet. You can find Dylan. Dylan has a new portfolio site that he needs to launch. Yeah, it's not done yet. We'll fucking put it up, man. Well, it's just a lot of copy I gotta write. We'll put up. Write put that up copy. Um, because now you're on the spot. 
uh, and you can find me uh, in my apartment in Richmond, Virginia. All right. Come by anytime. We out. Bam, 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 bam.